The Cellcast is recorded in front of a live streaming audience. of the Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who, well, for him it's always party time. It's party time. How's it going, Jacob? I knew you'd do that. It was either that or if it weren't for you, I'd be el- I'd be in someone else's digestion. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my that gosh. Works too, but anyway. Oh, why thank you. Let me use our co-host, a man who... Can I just jump off the bow of this boat get away from the insanity? Welcome, Drew. No, because the bow, according to this movie, went in first. Okay, the stern then. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) You're the guy who's been on boats more than I have. The bow is the front. Yes. The stern is the back. Yes. Starboard is to the right, mm. while port is to the left. Okay. Now, you know how you keep the port and starboard separate? How? Both words have the letter R in them, but starboard has two, but it's on the right. Right. Okay. Well, that makes some sense. Maybe eventually I'll get to be able to go on a cruise at some point. Well, even if you're on just a normal boat. That is true. That All those words technically apply there. That is true. But anyway. Yes. We are reviewing, for those of you who haven't figured it out yet, <laughs> uh, in our third movie of Bad Movie Month, Oy. Titanic, The Legend Goes On, a ripoff of the James Cameron movie, which I still haven't watched. Neither have I, but boy, can you tell even then what parts they ripped off from Titanic? Just a, just a little bit. <laughs> Mind you, they just flip things around, but it's the exact same, and it's so Pretty cheesy. Pretty much. There was no art scene, but that's fine. No. But anyway, <laughs> how are you gosh. doing, Jacob? Man, I'm doing good. I'm trying not to get that bizarre image in my head. That's going to be a weird one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm doing well. Work is work. Uh, uh, yeah, the weekend was great. Actually, it was kind of funny. Uh, so I went to a Young Living, uh, which is we sell Young Living uh, oils and products. He does. And, I don't. Yeah, I do. I do. He doesn't. He thinks it's just snake oils. I never <laughs> said that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're not the reason I'm saying that because you know how I feel. Yeah. But we do have a friend who, if the word snake oil is said, I will be killed. <laughs> that is true. Dead, dead, dead. This all, all dead. All the Dodging Boys are dead. <laughs> all the Dodging Boys are dead. But, uh, as some people might say, snake wells. Um, not referring to this guy at all. Uh, I never said that. Considering how well how has kept you in the past four years from barking on the show, true. Much to my chagrin, because <laughs> I still want to catch that on audio one time. Rough, but then I do understand why you would definitely freshen up that before you came over. Yes, here. yes. <laughs> Control, I, I can, control I can, the dog with the. I can admit <laughs> that there is some legitimacy to essential oils. I still don't want it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so I went to that, and then me and my girlfriend drove, or she drove to Tyler, which is up the road from where we live. Mm-hmm. It's a little, a uh, little bigger town than where we where we live. Uh, went for a walk. Technically, 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 but nuance. 
Um, so we went for a walk, came back. Uh, so You're about to tell this story. Aren't yes, you? I am, and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's funny. And funny in hindsight, I, it is funny. I, go ahead. I'll defend myself later. <laughs> okay. So I'm be like, we're pulling, we're getting into you know where we live in small East Texas town. So I'm pulling in and be like, I've, I've text Drew earlier about, hey, be like, hey, let's let's do a reaction to Pinocchio. And then I get a text and be like, I'm at your door. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, I'll be there in a few minutes. And so I, I'm patient. Yes, very patient. So I, I drive, well, uh, Ashley drives up in her little white riddle car. And I can see Drew standing right next to my door. And it's just like, so I give him a call and say, hey, Drew. No, 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 no. This is yeah, yeah. You did go straight to the call. I, I did call you because I, I did, did see I, you. Yeah. In my mind, you texted first and I couldn't figure out. Then you called because you thought that might be easier. But no, you did call first. Mm-hmm. So fair. <laughs> I'll tell my side of this in a minute. <laughs> well, so Drew, be like, I say, hey, Drew, uh, I think I say go to the stairs, which I meant to say go to the road, but for some reason I say go to the stairs. And then you go to the stairs and then go to the, the other side of the stairs, which is an apartment the complex. Other stairs. The other so stairs. There's two stairs here. Yes. And, and I, I don't know which direction you're coming from. Yes, I don't my mistake. Tr- I didn't know what was going on. Yes. I, I looked at the stairs. I thought, oh, maybe he meant the other stairs. Maybe he's trying to get my attention because he needs some help over in the laundromat because there's a laundromat right behind your building yeah agreed and so it, it's so, so to us we will be like ashley is trying not to laugh so hard because drew is like he's looking up like where are you? where the heck are you <laughs> so be like we finally be like i finally get his attention he walks over and uh we, we have- i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt your date <laughs> Hang on, let, before you get to this part, let me tell my story. Okay, so okay, t- you tell so, your side of the story. So I'm here at the apartment. It's been a, I've had a nice restful day trying to get a little bit of podcast work done. Right. I had, was working on the research for Untangling Kingdom Hearts. Uh-huh. In other words, watching somebody else's play through the game since you can't actually play the game anymore. Okay. That I'm actually looking at the moment. And you text me about wanting to re- uh, do a reaction to Pinocchio. Yes. I don't know if you mean now, <laughs> okay, at that fair, moment, fair, or if you meant Monday, is that, or or what have you? But <laughs> I was like, I'll, I will. I saw the thing. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll think. I'll, I will think on this after I finish because I was like, I still had like ten minutes left of what I was. Oh at. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I finished that up, and I looked down there and thought. And for whatever reason, I decided to step outside, and I saw your car was there. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I have no what re- way of, in my defense, I will say. Okay, in your defense. But in the last four years, mm-hmm. if I saw your car in front of your apartment, mm-hmm. the only reason you would not be there you is if on. you'd gone for a walk. Exactly. So in my mind, you should be home. Okay, that's fair. So I totally stepped, fair. I step back into the apartment, never thinking to actually text him <laughs> to see if it's okay for me to come over. Because yes, I there was there was something that because there was I was also still concerned for my brother in Christ here. Yeah, after fair. an event had happened earlier in the week, we won't get into it, but I was still concerned for him. Right, and I want and we hadn't talked since then, so right. I want yeah, still making sure everything's on the up and up, trying right. to be there for my good Christian brother here. Good. Thanks. Appreciate that. 
And my way of doing that was walking up to his door and announce. <laughs> well, well, to, to be fair, be like you, you do have the tendency, be like a good tendency of worrying. Yeah, I come from a long line of worry warts. <laughs> it's fine. So I walk over there. Somewhere in here, I do think maybe I should text him. Yeah. I, no. I continue walking over there, and I rang the doorbell, and I waited a couple minutes. I thought, in that small an apartment, if he didn't just come over to the door like within the first couple minutes, he's probably in the bathroom. So I nearly asked you if you were in the bathroom, but thought, no, I'm not going to do that because that might be embarrassing. True. Even if you are. So, and I didn't even knock on your door because that would have made too much sense at this point in time. <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I'll just text him. If he's on the bathroom, he'll get the message and I'll understand. And anyway, I text, I'm at your door. Because I'm yes. thinking if you were in the bathroom yeah, and you heard the doorbell go off and you couldn't immediately finish what you were doing and yes. get the door, yes. that you would like to know who was at your door. Yes. <laughs> so I said, I'm at your door. And I reply, what? And you said, what's this? Hang on. Let me bring the text. I'm looking at the text right now. (laughs) I say, what? Then you reply. This is actually kind of funny. I'm at your door. Let's just do this as a, as a, okay. I got you. I'm at your door. What? Your doorbell not work? Or are you not home? Admittedly, I should have asked before just walking over. (laughs) I'll be there in a second. Now, that's how that went. That's how that went. I'm sitting there going, okay. I thought, okay, he's out walking, but he says he's going to be here in a sec. He'll, he'll be, he's probably just like around the corner. I probably just timed this really, really well. Yeah. Well, because he's probably, you did. Because <laughs> he was out for a walk. I, I, yeah. I didn't think about it. And then you call me and say, hey, uh, look, at, look towards the stairs. So I look at the stairs. Granted, I had just seen an old, uh, uh, look like a, a grandmother and her granddaughter. Yeah. Walking down, walk down the stairs. stairs. Yes. We're going to their car. And I saw a white car pull up. Uh-huh. But I didn't know what car she was. Uh, the rental car. Was, she's, yeah. Well, I didn't know what her rental car was since, you know, the pirate car is still in the shop. Yes. Getting its eye replaced. <laughs> and, uh, and I saw the car pull up, but I didn't think mm-hmm. about that being a rental car it had yeah. georgia plates that is true why on earth would i think that was y'all that is true and so you say you look towards the stairs and i'm focused on the stairs it's like well i don't see here maybe he means the other stairs and i look over at the other stairs you're not there either and you say no no drew the other the stairs. stairs i looked over here and i was like so don't see this and so i look and i think maybe i'm confused i don't know it was, it was a weird couple of moments i'm thinking i feel like an idiot what's he trying to tell me and finally i think oh he must be over in the laundromat because, granted, it's the end of the week. True, true. And true. the only other discussion we had had since Thursday right. was me asking if you had gotten the album art done for the Food Fight episode. Yes. And you said that the pencils were done. And it never occurred to me what would stop you from going from pencils to ink to color as fast as you normally do. Yeah. It didn't occur to me that, oh, you might have been picked up to go have a, a date and you'd only gotten the pencils done so far. That had not occurred to me. Right. It just, because in my mind, <laughs> in my defense, right. I just, it just didn't cross my mind. Yeah. This is what might be going on. It's like I said, I saw your car. I made an assumption <laughs> you weren't in the middle of anything. Right. Or in, in the, 
in the middle of anything that was you know not going to take a while. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, finally, you say, look towards the stairs and look for the weirdo who's waving at you. And I go, there's no... Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know you were having a date. And then, you know, we just talked for a couple minutes. We got everything squared away. Yes. And scheduled. Yes. I apologize profusely <laughs> for fine. interrupting your date. And then I walked back over here with my... With my face blood red because it's like i just embarrassed myself completely oh, i had good intentions yes I just you do it right i completely understand we all and, do it and then we i made the it. decision if we are looking at those being our plans for yesterday i may want to stream tonight so I sh that's why i streamed saturday instead of yesterday okay because we were doing we had something else we were doing yesterday yes but anyway Oh, that's my side of the story. I got you. That, that was a, that was a very fun little fun little moment. <laughs> it was a fun little moment to me. It was funny. It was slightly embarrassing. Slightly my, embarrassing my, my to me because I did not think about it. It's fine. It's like I because even Ashley said. I mean, like I'm I'm thinking it's like man, it'd be like Drew is such an intelligent person. He's gonna pick up on it in a second. And no. nope. <laughs> because here's the thing. When I have an idea in my mind about what's going on, as right. I obviously had before I left the apartment, yes, it takes a long bit of time for that to come out of my head. And it took me looking over at the car and seeing you in the passenger seat going, he was on a date. <laughs> I am an idiot. <laughs> anyway. You, you had the best intentions, which I am grateful yes. for. I, I was worried about you all weekend, but was trying to give you your space. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That that was just more. I got frustrated at something, and right, I, which, I, I, which I still say was well, not your fault. No, I just I, I blew it in proportion. I got mad at myself. Yeah, and you you learn, you live and learn. We're not gonna get into and this. then get diapers. And oh yeah, hopefully don't get diapers. No, <laughs> but uh, either or, uh, I had to use a generic term because loves is oh crap, that's copyright. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this was an interesting tangent. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, th th it was a very interesting weekend. Uh, the week has gone pretty good. It feels like it should be like Thursday instead of yes. Tuesday. But I agree with this. Oh, brother. So I was supposed, there was a, uh, I, I, I learned of a fellow employee who I don't get along that very well with. Because uh, one, he's a grump. Um uh, was gonna leave and i was like oh my gosh this is really cool now grant i don't say that you know lightly at all when it comes to like people i work with because right. I, I get along with everybody but for some reason just don't get along with this guy fair and then the next thing i know be like someone's telling me the other day it's like oh he'd be like oh he got rehired or like he he decided against it i'm like okay i'm talking oh, to teenagers i'm talking to teenagers here and then i talked the, the, today i'm checking of all times so I'm stuck behind a register, which is always fun. Yeah. And me and my, you know. I prefer, I personally prefer that to, to pushing carts, but everyone's different. Exactly. But uh, so I asked someone who's, you know, a little more management and he confirms, yes, this person decided to stay. I'm like, well, frack. <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. It happens. I know your frustrations with this person. All I can say is just pray for the guy. I'm not going to name him this name, name, right. uh, Sacker at where I work. If you would, please. It's appreciated. Uh, so today was interesting. Let's just say that it was nothing bad. It was just kind of like, 
okay, this is going to be it for a while. This is going to be the, the uh, this this is going to be the season for a while, and you know, just trust the Lord and not you know blow up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say about that. Uh, but uh, I got home, I got relaxed, uh, did the notes, was very quick. And I was very surprised how quickly those notes went for this this review. Well, there's not a whole lot to pull from. No, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. But uh, I am uh, I am definitely looking forward to doing this review. Definitely the TAS. Are you, you looking? Like you're you're more interested in the TAS than I think yes. the Titanic. Yeah, movie. there's there's parts of this movie you'd be like, is like, okay, that's interesting. But that uh, was the, a decision. <laughs> yeah, that was a decision. But uh it is yeah hopefully the the rest of the week will just flow by and then we can get to the weekend and have fun with the weekend indeed how's your week been it's been a week it's been a week like you like you i feel like this should be thursday amen to that it's just been a busy week and it's only two days in mm-hmm. uh and part of that's just because i have been going non-stop since sunday pretty much yeah seems like the only time i've stopped is to go to sleep but anyway um that was it's just been a week yeah uh i don't really have much more to add so jacob i have a question for you my friend what is that what have you been watching all right so what have i been watching uh very good question let's answer that uh (laughs) so in we, we actually we talked about it earlier we did a reaction to pinocchio 2002 on disney plus mm-hmm. uh i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the movie i know well, we watched a, it anyway we watched it we watched it we actually watched it separately we did watch it separately yeah which tendency happens when you have scheduling you know it, com- it was the thing came up at the last minute yeah pretty much my my girlfriend and listener ashley uh said hey you need to watch pinocchio because i watched it recently and i thought it was really good uh so it's like, okay sure enough why not you know when a, when a when a fan wants you know wants a reaction why not yeah um especially when it's a new movie that it fits in our wheelhouse exactly um so I we watched that. Uh, check out the reaction when it comes out. I think after this after one, this episode, after I'm this episode, release it sometime this week. So I've uh, gone Sunday. Anyway, uh, let's see. I uh, uh, if I can talk today. Um, I watched a little bit of Stranger Things season two. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. I'm nearly done with it. Yeah. Uh, I finished uh, Arcane uh league of legends on netflix that was a weird show it was you know anything about league of legends barely you know more than me okay and i'm just gonna say from my understanding you need to kind of know who what's going on in league of legends to understand the movie oh what i was told i don't know specifically but artistically it's very well done legal uh arcane is done very well artistically and I love the character designs, love the uh, the world building, and everything in it. Now, Grant, I'm not a gamer. I'm not like my brother in Christ here, uh, who's a gamer. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. And then I decided to, because this new newer series came out on Netflix, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runner, Edge Runners. Ah, that was another video game related property. Exactly partially animated by studio trigger you'd have to yeah exactly so 
be like we did um uh, the movie we were uh we've done a couple of studio trigger, trigger movies oh my gosh uh, the one that is really the one people th- are gonna think about is uh promare yeah promare like that's yeah. studio trigger it's studio trigger yeah so when i heard they were uh studio triggers behind this series i was like oh heck yeah i'm gonna watch it like uh it's not for kids it's not a family-friendly no. show at all no period. not if it's gonna be connected to that that video game yeah no that's like that video game is rated m for mature yeah technically okay it's not it's pushing hard not to be rated uh adults only okay fair very pushing that yeah i I could tell god adults only it could not be sold true but yeah but yeah, sort of watch. I sort of watch. I think I'm on episode three. I think it's an interesting show. Now, granted, not a gamer. I'm not like my brother in Christ here, who's a gamer. Like I said before, but granted, I've only played like five minutes of Cyberpunk, and then I shut it off and never played it again. Ah, I had a friend at work who's be like, he's he's a gamer like you, and he's like, dude, you gotta watch, you gotta play this game. I'm like, okay, but it was glitchy and buggy when it first came out. <laughs> yes, it was. They've supposedly fixed it. I don't supposedly. know. I haven't looked at it again. Supposedly. All right. So the the one that because to to give you more of a heads up behind uh, the cellcast behind the scenes because we originally we we're going to do TA with original TAS. It was the notion that we would do Dragon Ball Z abridged at some point. At some point we would do that. Right. And and because so in all honesty, as much as we both like Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon Ball Z specifically. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Z Kai are entirely too long for this for for this format. Agreed. They agreed. are. It's just too long. We have we have lives. Yeah, agreed. Though, so, admittedly, if we ever do this, there are a couple of actual episodes that say we're going to take a quick detour and uh, watch Goku and Piccolo learn how to drive. drive. <laughs> so, because that should be experienced. Agreed. Agreed. So, um, you watched some Dragon Ball Z abridged? Oh, yes. I, I pulled up in YouTube. Season, uh, season, uh, season one, and I'm in season two, like episode eighteen. Episode eighteen. Uh, they just, they just oh, is the Ginyu Force the Ginyu, showing up. Ginyu Force is just showing up, and they just took out the uh, the four eye four eye guy with the 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 the, the Goldo. dog treats. Goldo. Goldo. That's funny. <laughs> that was funny. Here's a dog treat. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude. Ah, the majestic space duck. What a majestic creature. <laughs> Quack! <laughs> oh, I, I, wait until you get to the muffins. <laughs> that tells you nothing. No, it doesn't. I, I, I know that there was, there was a muffin joke where Goku, uh, he's... I, ha- um, I have to ask. Okay. Did you watch dra- the uh, Dragon Ball Z Kaya bridge between season one and season two? No. Okay, let me put it in perspective here. Dragon Ball Z did the entire Saiyan saga yeah. in something to like 24, 26 episodes. Okay. Dragon Ball Z Kai, you know, the official abridgment, yeah. did that in about 12 to 13 episodes. Yeah. Bear in mind, both those half-hour shows. Dragon Ball Z abridged does the Saiyan saga in about 13 10 minute episodes dragon ball z kaya bridge does the entire saiyan saga in two minutes and it's hilarious the entire time 
if you didn't see it, when we are done, before you leave, <laughs> we're watching that. Okay. Challenge accepted. Because I'll put it this way. I, there was a time where I was editing the, those episodes. I remember you telling me about my own edific, well, just because I could, yeah. into like one long movie. I used this as the last time on Dragon Ball Z flashback. And I just put the whole thing in there, just cutting off the, the stuff on either end. And then just like, and now the thing starts. <laughs> But also, oh. you need. We'll talk later. We'll talk yeah. later. I, I, this is something I geek out about because it is the show is hilarious. <laughs> Just a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm laughing my butt off, like extremely laughing my keister off every single minute. Uh, I'm doing my best not to be quoting certain scenes. Right I know. Now I want to so bad. <laughs> Just quote one. Just one. Just one. Vegeta, look. More bald people. <laughs> There's the short one, one the two, two tall ones, ones and Vegeta, yeah. look! A Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not a Pokemon. I'm Chiaotzu. Chiaotzu. You hear that, Vegeta? It's a Chiaotzu, and I'm going to catch it. I keep telling you, ow! Uh, it, uh, I, I didn't catch it. Why did that happen? It's because you have to damage it first, Nappa. Ah, I'm going for a critical. <laughs> Vegeta, what's the scouter say about his power level? It's 1006. Really? That's his? Oh, yes. Ah. Uh, Nappa, uh, yes, Vegeta. I'm sorry. The scouter's, I had the scouter on upside down. His power level's over 9,000. Ah. Why do you sound so bored? Because it still pales in comparison to me. I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. We will be doing this at some point. So we may be doing it my way. Oh gosh. No, I'm just saying. I think I still have the files Maybe. that I edited. So we'll just do like in we, instead of the five minute episodes, we'll just do like you know half of the season one one episode, half the season the other episode, that sort of thing. Maybe because they're like ten minute episodes. It's not. I mean, Tangled is 50 minutes True For when we do this So It's not that much different Oh gosh uh, But then we'll have to include the movies Oh my gosh And by movies I mean half hours Because they're that short So The the one that got me was Ghost uh, Nappa Ghost Nappa Vegeta Vegeta I'm hunting you Shut up Ghost of Dead Nappa Krillin's like, who are you talking about? We'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get to, to that. that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was absolutely hysterical. If you've never watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged, go to, go on YouTube. Go, on and just look Four, at, go to Team Four Stars yeah. uh, YouTube channel. It's all there. They only did the Saiyan Saga, the Frieza Saga, and the Android and Cell Sagas. They did not go into Boo Saga. Yeah. But they did do pretty much every movie from those time periods. I'll put it this way: the uh, the Dead Zone. You remember that movie? Yeah, we did a review over it. Yeah, it's a Bridgman is freaking hilarious. <laughs> okay then. Uh, so it sounds I, it sounds I, like we we have a Bridgman reviews Wait, and that's that's Goku's kid. You kidnapped Goku's kid? Are you stupid? <laughs> 
Oh my gosh! I, 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 I think I, I know what one of our Christmas episodes this week is going to be. Crow, this is going to be uh, a Christmas tree of might. Oh, crow! <laughs> Anyways, that's that's one of the that's one of the shows I watched on YouTube. I'm sorry. No, it'd be like it's perfectly fine, Bailey. If it's something you absolutely love and love to quote, it's perfectly fine. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> You've not even gotten to the fun parts with Guru yet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so I, I watched that. Uh, what I feel like I, I wish I had my... Yeah. Calm down. Breathe, Jake. Breathe, Jake. Breathe. Breathe. <sighs> that is all I've been watching. So what have you been watching? Well, outside of Pinocchio, for obvious reasons. Pinocchio! <laughs> Something about Chris Pine. Oh, God. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a stupid joke. It's a stupid funny. joke, but it's so funny. Uh, other than that, you know, I've watched, of course, She-Hulk, um, uh, the last episode, season five. I need, get, uh, I need episode five. Oh, episode five. Episode five. There's nine episodes. Oh, okay. I, I told wow. somebody earlier today there were six, and I, re- and I later realized, nope, there's only five. But I uh, also watched Star Trek Lower Decks episode, season three, episode three. Yeah. Since that does appear to be possibly, I have to say possibly now, okay, one of the ones we're going to be doing on TAS, I can tell you we're in for a good time. Okay. But I have to say possibly because right now the poll is tied, folks. It is. Five votes to five votes between Star Trek Lower Deck Season 2 and 3 and X-Men the Animated Series. If you have an opinion on what you want, go to the Cell Nation Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Don't, you don't have to to uh, ask to come in. Just join us because, hey, you should be joining us over there anyway. Exactly. That's, that's our community right now. So go over there, join us. You will see in the featured post, you should see the poll and vote for what you would prefer us to actually watch. Specifically, I would like for you to break the tie before Friday. Yeah. But if you really must... Want, vote for Neon Genesis Evangelion or poor, poor Gravity Falls <laughs> still doesn't have any votes. Uh, such a good such show. Such a good show. Such guys. a good show, guys. Come on. Um, Give it some love. Go, go vote for for whatever, whichever of these four you want us to watch. Uh, I will say, though, if you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. If the poll is not broken, we have a contingency plan. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you what that is yet in case that causes people to go, oh, well, that's fine. We'll just not worry about it. Yeah. Let you stir, s- s- uh, stew on that. Of course, those of you who are listening in the future on the podcast feed, you're too late. Yeah. Because <laughs> this, clo- this poll is closing on Friday the, was it, the 20th? Oh, today's the 20th. What is Friday. The 23rd, Friday the 23rd yeah, is when the poll is closing. So uh, join us for whatever we're viewing after Rapunzel's Tank Adventure, because literally this episode, which is tying up a bunch of loose ends, mm-hmm. and then the series finale next week. Yeah. And then we are going to be doing a new television show in two weeks or a return to a, a television show we technically have already done season one of. Yeah. One way or the other. Uh, but other than that, now that I've done that spiel, uh, I did go over to Chase the Sunday. I know you probably were tired, and that's why you didn't show mm-hmm. up. I didn't ask. Yeah. Had too much fun on your date. Uh, 
no no you were actually watching this movie because we did uh we were watching tonight i think i think so yeah you posted about it yeah but i went over to his chase's house and he forced me oh no to watch a movie he wanted to show both of us he said it was the first movie that came to his mind when we told him we were going to be reviewing bad movies it is not animated what is it (laughs) rock and roll high school forever it is a weird movie. What format it is, is it's a it's an eighties kind of teen comedy. It's got yeah. Corey Feldman in it as the main. Oh, character. okay, that makes sense. The eighties, um, and it's very much a the man is getting us down, treating the school like it's a prison, and we're going to take over, and chaos ensues. It wasn't necessarily bad. It's just not what i think of for this sort of thing i don't know this is out if if i had seen this movie when i was younger might have gotten into it unfortunately i saw it when i was 35 okay (laughs) so i don't understand what's going on so is it live action it's live action okay it's a live action movie Corey feldman is playing a uh the leader of this gang that is being unfairly uh uh singled out okay. by the vice principal of discipline mm. who uh well let's just say that you remember how last week when we were reviewing uh food fight we mentioned that uh they were not exactly subtle about how evil oh yeah Brand X was because they used nazi imagery yeah she used nazi imagery oh fun well so yeah that was not that subtle no and of course she was hoisted by her own petard Hmm. Because uh, she likes discipline. Oh crap! Moving on. Yes, moving on. We're not going to get into that. Uh, but it was it was a weird. I, I would definitely not suggest kids watch this film. Okay, <laughs> high schoolers maybe, but that's about as far deep, far back in there I would go. Um, other than that, I've not really had a chance to watch much else because it has been a busy month. It has strangely enough but uh yeah that's pretty much where i'm at okay uh so jacob what do we got in the news the cell cast news with your host jacob heron Thank you, Dealit. Now, <clears throat> I need to ask you a question, Drew. Okay. Have you, have you heard of the anime movies, um, A Silent Voice? Have you heard of this? I have heard of it. I've not watched it. Okay. Uh, right now, it's available on Netflix. I've watched it. It's a really, really good movie. Yeah, I think it's been on Netflix for a little it, bit. It has. So, apparently... Uh, There's a lot of Netflix anime movies I need to watch. True. So, Iconic events releasing a company specialized in dis- distributing uh special engagement theater events has announced that tickets are now on sale for nationwide screening of a silent voice a fifth anniversary presentation in partnership with anime expo and anime distributor distributor uh, distributor distributor thank you uh 11 arts uh for the latest installment of its AX Cinema Nights 
a silent voice fifth anniversary will be available for a limited engagement screening beginning on February going on Wednesday, October 12th, mm -hmm. uh, find participating theaters and re, uh, reserve tickets at AX slash cinema. Cinema nights. Yeah. Cinema forward slash a silent night, a silent voice. If you're interested in that kind of thing. Okay. So if you want to watch a pretty good anime movie, anime, anime movie in theaters, that's where you need to go. Okay. Now I have no idea if they're going to be a local where we are. I haven't looked and I'm not going to have time to go watch it. Exactly. Myself, but so that is the only thing I could really find news wise. Oh, what, what is the only thing you found? That's the only thing I found. What did you find? Because there was a teaser trailer released this morning for a, cartoon heading to netflix really one we've known about was going to netflix but they did release a teaser trailer saying it's giving us a more concrete date it's essentially i think november okay like, sonic prime oh yeah i did see I, some of that i put that on the uh i think i put that on the facebook page you did link the trailer uh also i did find out that we do have a solid date for when season two of Spy Family is starting again. Really? Which is 1st of October. Hmm. I think that had been out for a little bit, but I saw the trailer today. So ah, Nice. So that is all I have for info and stuff. Or, all right. No, news, actually. News. Sorry, wrong We have segment. not got to info and stuff yet. We'll get there when we get there. But so that we can get to info and stuff, that was a poor segue. Let's just jump into the spoiler-free section of our review for Titanic. The legend goes on. Certified fresh and spoiler-free. Much like Food Fight, I had not seen this film prior to putting it on the list. Mm -hmm. I had only heard about it, once again, from seeing reviews from both John Tron and Nostalgia Critic mm -hmm. mocking this film. Yes. All I really knew about it was it was ripping off James Cameron's Avatar, a couple other Disney, oh yeah, Titanic, Titanic, not Avatar. Boy, that would be a different movie. That would be. <laughs> Actually, I think that might be uh, what the search for Titanic, the third <laughs> Titanic movie is closer to. But anyway. Yeah, there's technically three of these animated Titanic movies, but this the, the one we're reviewing today is not connected to the other two. But um, I knew nothing about this film, really, before going into other than, like I said, it was ripping off a bunch of different things, including mm -hmm. Titanic, yeah. Cinderella, 101 Dalmatians, a couple other things. And I knew that in about 15 minutes into the film, there was a rapping dog. <laughs> this was all I knew about the film. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. If you are interested to see a bad movie and you don't want to feel like you just crawled out of a cesspit, cesspool, like Food Fight... You might enjoy this. Maybe. This would be the kind of thing to watch with like about 
six or seven people, mm-hmm. some of them drunk, <laughs> with pizza and soft drinks and just everyone making fun of the movie as it plays. It's that kind of film. Yeah. Really, Food Fight was too, but you're more grossed uh, out than anything. Yeah. You'd never be able to hear what was going on in Food Fight, so you'd never catch all the puns because there'd be too many people making fun of the animation the whole time. Mm-hmm. This one, technically we have good animation. It's better animation. Yeah, We will get on to that in a minute. It yes. does look like it was... Is is very cheap animation. Very. Very cheap animation. And they have a liberal use of reuse shots. It's this movie is supposed to be for kids. Mm-hmm. I think kids would be bored by it for the most part. And it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's it this is one of those things where the they're the they're the one I want to talk about yeah. is spoilers. Gotcha. But I also don't know how spoilery you can be with a movie about the Titanic. That is true. We all know how the movie ends. Okay. I so, hope. Okay. I really hope you all know how the movie's going to end. So, so, so I have to tell the story. I have to tell the story really, really fast. So our friend You're Chase. You're next anyway. Yeah. So. so our friend Chase, uh, who was on the Tron episode of yes. ours. So go listen to that. And is wanting to be on our Labyrinth episode when we get to it. All right. So, so we are... <laughs> So he's telling the story of him and a friend. They're going to see Titanic back when it, you know, first came out in 1997, I believe. I think. I think it was 97. But so he, him and his friend are standing in line waiting on this movie. And apparently there was these young, young girls sitting up front and standing in front of the waiting in ticket line. So he starts talking about, it's like, yeah, the boat sinks and it's tragic a little bit. And the girl whips around with the most serious faces. Like, thanks for spoiling the movie. <laughs> For a thing that happened in 1912. <laughs> Considering what goes on in this film, I'm afraid this is the feelings for a lot of people that this must not be, that this wasn't real. This is just some legend. Yeah. The way this film is made. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Any, anyway. Yeah. So this like drew like Hang on just a second go ahead paul j powers labyrinth is animated in the sense that it uses puppetry and puppetry is allowed on the cell cast yes Sorry. you're welcome answering a question from our chat real quick ah uh, continue so like drew before uh this is the first time i've watched this film i have heard rumors of this film uh mostly from me mostly from this guy <laughs> uh, and i've heard of the rapping dog and I was like, okay, so let's just be frank. You can't find this movie anywhere. Like you can actually buy the DVD I have discovered. Okay. But I don't, I did not, was unable to get it in time. Fair. Um, but it is one of those where it comes to you in like a slim case and the DVD looks like they just burned it the other day. That sort of thing. Oh, one of those situations. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So I watched it somewhere um, and oh my gosh, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, it's definitely ripping off uh, James Cameron's 1997 Titanic. The one of the biggest movie blockbusters ever. And uh, mm-hmm. 
Bill, it, it does do some a little things differently. Obviously, it's trying to put, jam in so many little things from like you know Cinderella, uh, just different like yeah. you said earlier. Cinderella, Hundred One Dalmatians, American Tale, uh, shoot like the 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 crow that was that you know stole the locket at the beginning. Of oh the film. yeah, I'm convinced they were knocking ripping off the crow from Secret of Nim there. That's what I kept thinking. And a couple other things. I mean, like the geese from the Aristocats are here for no apparent reason. reason. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's some parts of the animation I do enjoy for the most part. And then it's just like the, the story is all over the place. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's something. So we'll, we will get into this movie proper, but if you're just interested and just going to have a laugh at a film or maybe cringe a little bit, be like, yeah, I go watch it. I'm not going to tell you where to go watch it. You can find it. If you know where to look exactly at the very least, look up Titanic wrapping dog. Yeah. That by itself is worth watching. That is true. But watching it fully in context is like, doesn't help. Doesn't help help at all. (laughs) You think it would. And it doesn't. And I and I know why. I know the reason why. Yes. But we will get to that when we get to the spoiler section. Yes. Which here is in just a minute. If you're ready to move to that. Go for it. All right. So join us on the other side. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box. Whether you enjoy geeky reviews, comedy, or original fiction, you can open up the Culture Box and find something excellent for your soul. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. This week, we suggest the Retro Rewind podcast. Every other week, join the Retro Rewind pod as they travel back 15 years or more along the entertainment space-time continuum in their mission to review movies and games, establishing what is still worth your time today and what isn't. Expect fun banter and trivial insights from Francisco, Paul, the master interrupter powers, and a rotating cast of guest hosts, all of which are at a time. The Cellcast would like to thank the following patrons. Josh Adams, Ashley Ruiz, Book of Gaming. To get your name on the show plus uncut episodes, early access to the Cellcast plus reviews and special art from Jacob, please donate to us on Patreon. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Titanic. The legend goes on. You have to do that every time, don't you? Yes. Listener discretion is advised. Titanic! The legend goes on! Was written and directed by Camillo Tetti. Uh, who directed something called The Killer is Still Among Us. It was also written by Bozina Entrater, Jim Magon, uh, 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 yeah, Jim Magon. Uh, if you can't figure it out, almost every single actor and person involved in this has almost no, nothing t- that we're going to recognize. Just fair warning. Gotcha. But I did try my best. Uh, Lisa Russo was the voice of Angelica and she actually was a performer on the hunch, the, the, on the soundtrack for Disney's the hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. She sang on the song, God help the outcast. Gotcha. 
Mark Thompson played Ashworth. I'm oh, sorry, Mark Thompson Ashworth played William. Mm-hmm. And in something called Christmas Thieves, he played an old cop. Ah, gotcha. Gisela Matthews played Gertrude, and she played the queen in the Three Musketeers in 1956 show. Okay. The show that came out in 1956 is what I mean. Roger. Silva Belton played Bernice, and this was her only credit. Bianca Alessandra Ara played Hortense, and she played the characters of Anna and Irma in something called Spaghetti Family. Hmm. It was a TV show. Yummy. Veronica Wells played Coriantha, and uh, she played someone named Mrs. Keyhole in something called Farhat, the Prince of the Desert. Okay. Jacques Staney played Gaston, and he had a bunch of bit parts in a bunch of Italian films. Okay. Clive Reich played Kirk, and he was Tyro in the uh, HBO series Rome. Okay. Douglas Macon played Dirk. This was his only acting role. Wow. Mickey Knox played Sam, and he played a character named Maddie Parisi in The Godfather Part 3. Hmm. David Brandon played Stockard, and he was a character named Petrucci in a TV show called Medici. Once again, I'm assuming this is an Italian TV show. Yeah. Kenneth Belton played the captain, and he was only listed as an actor in the 1968 film Galileo. Okay. Pat Stark played Molly, and in something called Miami Golem, she played Dr. Janet Stein. Hmm. Caroline Young, who played Maxie, this is her only acting role. Okay. Jill Tyler, who played Victoria, played uh, Toffler in something called One Day at a Time. Now, this one was interesting. Gregory Snegoff, who played Fritz and, Joff- and Jeffrey. Okay. He played the character of Frog... Uh, uh, prof- sorry, I, I wrote that down wrong. Professor Kusakabe in the trauma dub of My Neighbor Totoro. Really? Yeah, the first dub for the sh- for that movie. <clears> hmm, <throat> interesting. And Edmund Purdom played Jeremy McFlannel. Yeah. And uh, he apparently played a character named Micah in The Prodigal, whatever that was. Okay. Now, Kingdom Hearts Connections, I want you to guess how many I got. Uh, Somewhere between zero and one. I was really hoping you'd stick to zero because I did have one. <laughs> Thank you. And I was surprised I had it. It only came up when I got to Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. But Rita Kedneoglu, I apologize, Rita, for mispronouncing your last name. She was the music coordinator for the American version of this movie. Hmm. She was also a dialogue editor for Kingdom Hearts 3. Nice. Which brings me to the end of our cast and crew. What do we got in info and stuff, if anything, is All right. on... Well, I found a little bit. Okay. I found a little bit. All right. So this movie, uh, IMDb, has a 7.9 out of 10. If you can believe that. Quit looking at Titanic by James Cameron. Dang it! <laughs> I know better. Because your only other choice is... The Legend of Titanic, <laughs> the second animated Titanic movie. All right, fine, 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 fine. You want to spoil my fun? Okay, okay then. 
Okay, Captain. <laughs> All right. So IMDb. Yeah, it's a lot worse than seven point. It's a one point five out of ten. Yeah, I bet. Uh, watch it uh, at your discretion. Uh, it was produced by Titanic Cartoon, SRL, and Roma. Distributed by Medusa Films. It was released, actually released in theaters on September 15th, two, uh, the year 2000 in Italy. That actually makes sense because it's actually an Italian film. It is an Italian film. Uh, home release, uh, the Canadian VHS of Ecuador, 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 <laughs> whatever. He's trying to say Aquatark. That's a planet in the Power Rangers. Yeah, I, I was saying that. I was like, wait, that's not the right movie. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, under the title uh, Titanic, the animated movie. The DVD has since gone out of print, though it has been re-released through Third Dimension Distribution. And that is all the info stuff I have on this movie. I'm surprised you were able to get that much. Yeah, it was it was slim pickings. Right. Anyway, getting into the summary for this. The story begins on White Star Line chartered boat train, which is carrying passengers to the RMS Titanic. A poor girl named Angelica, treated as a servant by her wicked stepmother and two stepsisters, dreams of finding both love and her missing mother with only a blue locket as a clue to her mother's identity. Mm. At the same time, an upper-class Englishman named William boards with his maid who laments the loss of her daughter. He didn't call her a maid. She was a nanny. Nanny, exactly. Doesn't this sound familiar, but flipped. Moving on. (laughs) Who laments the loss of her daughter years ago, as well as his secretary, Gaston. There is a Beauty and the Beast reference in this. I forgot about it. Oh, gosh, yes. His name is Gaston. Other passengers include the gold-digging Winnie, a failing banker named Jeremy McFlannel, a jewel thief named Corinthia Meanstreak, her two henchmen, Kirk and Dirk, a detective named Sam Bradbury, who has been sent to pursue them, and Molly, a gorgeous singer. Hmm. After boarding in the cargo hold are a group of animals, including a family of Yiddish mice, some geese, a rapping dog named Fritz who sings a song called Party Time. Oh my god. A magpie named Hector and a bag and a band of Mexican mice. Throughout the voyage, the various passengers meet and interact. William and Angelica fall in love at first sight, while Winnie and Jeremy fall for each other after Winnie's dog Flopsy trips him. Meanwhile, I guess on meanwhile, attempts to woo Molly with Angelica's locket, which he found after she unknowingly dropped it. Sam goes undercover to find Corinthia while Kirk and Dirk make several unsuccessful attempts to steal jewelry from Winnie, but are foiled by her dog. The film reaches its climax at a reception held in honor of the passengers. Angelica is able to attend after William with William after her cabin mate, Victoria loans her a suitable dress. Meanwhile, the Yiddish mouse Maxie discovers that Angelica is missing her locket and recruits the other animals to help search for it, finding it in time for her to wear it to the reception. Upon seeing the locket worn by Angelica and hearing the correct implication from one of the ship's officers that it was stolen when she received it, Molly slaps Gaston and leaves him while Gertrude, Bernice, and Hortense attempt to break up Angelica and William. Maxie scares them off. Kirk and Dirk manage to successfully steal a pearl choker from Winnie, but learns that it is fake, as Winnie is not rich and uses fake jewelry to infatuate wealthy men. The Titanic hits an iceberg. Surprise, surprise, surprise surprise to no one and begins to sink as the passengers rush for lifeboats. Angelica, 
Victoria and Victoria's grandchildren managed to avoid her stepfamily who have boarded a lifeboat. Also, they were in third class. Yeah. Do you know what happened to the passengers in third class? Yes, the I'm fully aware. They what... did not get to the lifeboats. They well, drowned in the bottom of that boat. Well, some of them did. Some of them did. A lot of them did. Well, because yeah, they I did agree. close them because the rich people got to get off first. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, let be like I I for for me like I'm a I'm a huge be like one of the, like when I was growing up be like Titanic was the big thing for me so I did a lot of research mm-hmm. for this and there's a lot of misinformation but yeah there were some doors that were locked right not all of them but some all of the animals escape on floating crates including the ship's cook in the process and being led to safety by dolphins when he chooses to stay behind with Jeremy who reveals to her that he is not the rich man she thought he was. He was on his way to America to be bailed out after his bank failed. Despite learning this, Winnie still loves him and they remain on the ship to die together. Mm. Molly also chooses to remain behind on the ship singing with the band the same three lines every five seconds because they only had two seconds of animation with her in that shot. Mm -hmm. And dies along with them. William grabs a small child to protect them as he falls overboard with the ship, breaks in half, and sinks beneath the ocean. He puts the child safely in a nearby boat, but his foot is trapped in a rope from the ship's stern and he is dragged down with the ship apparently dying on one of the lifeboats angelica discovers that william's maid is actually her mother and the two are reunited they come across sam in the water and pull him on board william surfaces having freed himself from the rope and staying alive underwater somehow alongside the boat and is reunited with angelica an epilogue reveals that the two were married and lived happily ever after that detective sam Bradbury put Corinthia behind bars. Kirk and Dirk married Angelica's stepsisters, and Gaston married a wealthy socialite hoping to live off her money, but ended up in charge of her home's household chores. No one cleans like Gaston. No one. Uh, I don't know. I, I had a, I, I had Buffs a good start. like Gaston or something Buffs like Gaston. No one folds a, a laundry rake just quite like Gaston. <laughs> Getting into the trivia for this, and there's not much. Yeah. There are two American versions of this film. Yeah, I noticed that. Done with the same cast, Mm -hmm. an uncut dub, and a drastically cut and re-edited dub. It features a completely different plot, songs, and dialogue. Entire scenes were edited in different sequences, and others have been removed, reused, or placed before other scenes. Additional dialogue and various one-liners were added into originally silent scenes, along with new music scores and wacky cartoon sound effects. While the uncut version is 82 minutes long, this version, which is the version we watched, was shortened to 70 minutes, plus 12 minutes of credits showing some of the lead scenes. The version we watched was ed- starts in media res with the Titanic sinking, tells the rest of the story in flashbacks and does not give any explanation for why Angelica has been abandoned by her parents. It also featured a different musical score by Matt McGuire and three new songs being holding me mucho gusto and party time. Cha, 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 cha. That brings us to the end of info and oh no of uh, the trivia. Yes. I I'm just lost now. What is your first like for this film? Oh my gosh. Do I have one? <laughs> you had some for Food yeah, Fight. Yes, I do. Yes, so you I have do. to have something here. Yes, I do. Uh, there are some parts of the animation that are really well done. It's just like, be like watching this mess of animation that is so, yeah, let's be positive about this film. 
Um, the their their portions in this animation, it's done well. Be like, I'm sitting there watching this movie, and it's like, man, be like, I'm actually impressed. They actually put some effort behind some of these scenes. Some, some of them. I'm not saying all. Some. There, there are some animation points where it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm shocked. That's actually really good. Mm-hmm. And it's not just real reuse, rehashed, recut, <laughs> reflipped everything. It'd be like this was a small part of the film you're talking about because there's a lot of reused animation. In oh this yeah, film. but like small little parts of this movie, I'm just like the animation just it's a little gym inside of a a turd, uh, of of a uh, of a of a very large turd that's it's right there. You can see it. It's just like wow, it's really good, surrounded by all of the other stuff, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it's got some some really nice animated gems hidden within the 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 crud. Okay. What's your what's your first like? My first like is the rapping dog. Oh gosh. <laughs> because see here's the thing. I may have flown around the bend by this point. I don't know. But the movie was really dragging until he until I realized, "Oh, I know what scene we're in." Well, long before I heard the great line, if it hadn't been for you, I would be in someone else's digestion. Oh my gosh. And then you get the do- the rapping dog showing up. It's like, you know, I should hate this. This makes no bloody sense. But yet, this is interesting. Yeah. And you and for any, I think I've talked about this in Bad Movie Month already once yeah. before. But my belief is, if you can't be good, be interesting. Yeah. Because the worst thing you can be is dull. And that was really last week's problem. Mm-hmm. Is that movie, for the most part, was dull. This is interesting. It is. It has I agree. interesting parts. Now, granted, a lot of this parts is, what on earth are you people thinking? <laughs> but... It was interesting. And the rapping dog is really the pinnacle of that thought process because it it's the first time something comes right the smack out of nowhere. And it tells you this is what you're in for. Mm-hmm. You should not be trying to take this movie seriously. Yeah. Because every part up to this point, the movie is saying, please take us seriously. Please take us seriously. I mean, we start off with the sinking of the Titanic. Yes. And then we go into you know the scene of setting up uh angelica's uh story and then william's story Mm -hmm. and you get a couple little other little small things and there's like okay and it's setting up all it's not really serious but it's like if they were trying to actually write a good story yeah this is the plot line you're supposed to be following and then the minute we hear about the child mouse the five knockoff being part of someone else's digestion and the dog starts his thing. It's like, let me tell you something you should know. Let's put, I can't remember the whole thing. Yeah. But it's like, what just happened? (laughs) And, and then all of a sudden you realize, hang on. Some of this animation is new. Yeah. Newer than the rest of the film. (laughs) Why is, why are they, why is he now in a New York, first off this movie is the next place in 1912 how do i know this that's when the titanic sank yeah rap to my knowledge does not exist did not get invented until like the 50s i think 50s 60s 70s something like that. i don't that. know exactly but 
long after this roughly like the like the mid 70s mid 70s started to come into its own yeah and i'm and and to some degree it makes an odd sort of sense but only because my brain is disengaged from something it was weird it's like well this is at least interesting let's see where they go from this and it's about this time where you think some of the other moments i'm going to bring up in the second like you go from being that seems cheap and like you're trying to go for a quick buck to let's play the game. Who can spot the new redneck strip off? <laughs> but more on that in a minute. What's yeah. your second? Like my second, like you kind of brought it up be like, it's an interesting story. It, it's, it's not a boring story. No, no. Like at no point was I bored in this film. No, like, I'm like, I'm like, like, it gave you something to kind of latch on to. It may have not, it may have not looked good or animation wise, very good or like what in the world's going on with this editing, but yeah. it, it gave you something to cling on to. So thus it gave an interesting point, even though there's points and it's like, what in the world's going on? It was still interesting. Yes. It was an interesting film. Uh, Boy, can you tell this version was cobbled together? Yes. Very 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 much i don't want to see the uncut version because i'm afraid it would take all the interesting bits out of this movie oh my gosh but yes the the movie is interesting it does hold your attention in some ways and others yeah uh but it does hold your attention be like if a kid watched it be like oh this is fun and adults like what the fudge is going on yeah, so that's my first, second like. What's your second like? As I was saying at the end of my first like, this movie becomes a game. Can't spot the next dis- great, the next ripoff of some other popular franchise. Mm-hmm. First off, the whole thing is a ripoff of James Cameron's Titanic. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, Angelica is a ripoff of Cinderella but it's also simultaneously a ripoff of Anastasia. Very, very. Her character design is Anastasia, or heavily inspired by Anastasia. Yeah. But her story is heavily inspired by Cinderella, including her ugly stepsisters, who I'm convinced they actually just stole the character models of from Cinderella. Yeah. At least one of them looks like, true. looks like one of the sisters. Agreed, does. Uh, from that movie. Uh, then you get, of course, the... Uh, the, the mice that are the the the, the mouse family that they're not uh, the the family from an american tale they don't look like that family yeah but you can't look at it and not go there are no cats in america but yeah, unfortunately right. we're gonna hit an iceberg <laughs> <laughs> because it's like because I mean, the kid acts like Fievel. He does throughout the in, entire in some ways, Yes, I would say his parents act like Mama and Papa, except they never speak. That is well, I think, except for one or two lines, like "Yeah, hurry up, whatever your name is, Fievel." <laughs> Sorry, his name is now Fievel because I don't know his actual name. I think it was Maxi, but I'm calling him Fievel now. That's like okay, so we have an America, we have Cinderella, Anastasia. Uh, titanic of course mm-hmm. we've got um an american tale we've got the crow from secret of nim yes we've got uh the villain 
basically the villain and the dogs and the Dalmatians, the, the, sorry, the villain and her henchmen and the two Dalmatians Dalmatians. from 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. The Dalmatians make it off the boat, people. (laughs) I don't, I I do not advocate for the death of dogs. And if you can get the dogs off the Titanic while the captain was also able to get off the Titanic, if that were possible, you know what? I'm all for it. But those dogs would not have been let on those lifeboats, people. Uh, I'm sorry, that just threw me every time I kept seeing it right, from the right. very beginning of the film when the Dalmatian sheds a tear. One single tear. tear. I'm going, how'd you get off the boat? <laughs> You're a dog. They shouldn't have let you off the boat. And here's the they, they were de- they were down in the the uh, the storage yes. dig, the storage compartment, saving Bat Dog. And, yeah, well, not Bat Dog, <laughs> the dog that everyone thinks might actually be, be a bat, bat. and. <laughs> The, the, the fat cat yeah. who are locked in a cage for half this film because they tried to eat five will knock off and were causing troubles all over the boat. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's also Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Sherlock on Holmes. the boat. Yes. Except he really felt more like inspector Clouseau. Yeah, he did. If we're being honest. That's true. Uh, you've got a, the whole thing is wacky. Yeah, just a bit. And, you know, it wouldn't be funny if it was about anything else but the Titanic sinking. That just puts a weird, dark humor edge to what is essentially a cheap movie. Yeah, agreed. It's about the Titanic sinking. All these people have, you have to feel sad for all of them at the very end because they're the survivors of the Titanic. And even when you get to the end, the humor does not stop with the sinking because they go and they find uh, the, the, uh, they think we're, we're going to find William because he's laying right oh, there gosh. on the strap. Yeah. And they pick him up and it's the Sherlock Holmes knockoff. And for a quick second, they realize it's not him. You think, are you not going to let him on the boat? Are you, is it because he's not William? You're going to let him sink <laughs> into the briny depths? Because there's a hot minute. There are. Where you're sitting there going, yes, it's not him, but the man deserves to live. <laughs> Just because he happens to look like William from the back does not mean he didn't deserve to live. Even the guest character doesn't even look like William from the back. Really skinny, scrawny little guy. Yes. And but the the only, scene, he looks like and William. The, and the thing was, we never saw that character from the back before that shot. No, we hadn't. And they show that as like, oh, it's that guy. Are we not going to save William? That's not how this film works. That's not how any of this <laughs> film works. Because we know what's going to happen. We know it's got to have, somehow, the tragedy of the Titanic blooming over it. We have to have a happy ending. Yes. Yes. Then we have a happy ending. <laughs> it's like we shouldn't. Because they find William. And yeah. unlike Titanic, where they couldn't get him up on that. We couldn't get Leonardo DiCaprio up on that door. Move your butt over, Rose. Yes. <laughs> he gets pulled up onto the boat. Oh, and also the. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Angelica? No, the uh, the thief, the head thief. Um, oh, 
the uh, shoot the Corella Deville knockoff. Yeah. She tries to steal from, oh, yeah. from, the, from the lady. <laughs> the lady, no, it wasn't the lady with the fake jewelry. I don't remember how the, it was. It was the the other rich lady. Yeah. There, she's the, the woman's distracted, so she's reaching her hand in there, and something happens, and the lady sits back down, right on her hand. I'm going. The Titanic is sinking, <laughs> and you are making jokes. <laughs> Granite, kudos for getting your uh karma back there yeah. uh, <laughs> oh my god it's ridiculous it it's is... absolutely ridiculous film and it's one of those things where it feels like like i said if this was not about the titanic yeah if this was about anything else this would just be a odd cheap movie that we wouldn't think about yeah except you throw the, in the titanic, titanic and it's like this is obviously a cheap excuse to make money off the Titanic phenomenon that was going on mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. I get that, but this is a weird way to go about it, especially since they made it look like everyone got off the boat, even though some people we never saw on the lifeboats. Yeah. Well, it does mention that the, uh, the singer Molly didn't get off. Well, of course not. She was stuck on repeats. That's the thing. But her dogs got saved. Her dogs got <laughs> saved, yes. The, you know, there's there's always the story about the time, the famous story on the Titanic where the musicians Play. been playing they mm -hmm. played on the boat to help calm the passengers mm -hmm. as the as the ship sank. Yeah. They modified that slightly by having the the lead singer who's singing the knockoff song My Heart Will My Go Heart On. My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> singing the knockoff song for this. Yeah. They had her stay with them and sing the end. But the only song they have of her singing is the heart will go on song. So they repeat this song over and over again. But the thing is, it's not like you listen to it and you think, okay, enough time has passed that she should be back on this line. Yeah. Hold me. That's song gone. They only had three seconds. Yeah. Of her animated with her, with this group, with, yeah. with the group. And they just the, reuse the it and they reuse oh, it. The and every time she comes up, she goes, hold me. Three seconds later, hold me. <laughs> the song doesn't repeat this fast. <laughs> and it's, it's, it, gets, it gets to the point where, it's, where you start feeling the rhythm of the scene. It's like, and there's the band, hold me. It's like, <laughs> and she's doing the same movements at the same time. It's like, because at this point is when they're reusing a lot of animation. They are over because the and original over. film, I'm guessing, the uncut version, did not spend a lot of time here. No, they had a couple of quick scenes, but they decided they wanted to make this longer for the new cut that we watched. New cut, the new cut. I don't know what you call this. And so they repeated stuff over and over again. Yeah, the iceberg hit the side of that ship. Seven times, according to that animation. Dum, 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 dum. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but, and the thing is, it's supposed—you can tell their thought process. Yeah. Okay, there's the front, and we just move over to the next one, and move over to the next one. It just happens to be animated the same way. Why would we animate anything extra? We'll just show the same scene over again to give you the feeling that we're moving back down the ship as the iceberg is breaking into it. It's like, and you know, the second you see, it's like you just repeated the seven, fr fifteen frames of animation five times in a row. Surely they'll never come back to this. Five minutes later, there it is again for two more shots. 
And then and this time it's not the iceberg hitting it that this is supposed to be. This is supposed to be the ship cracking up down the center. Yep, pretty much. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's not just limited to the stuff that's obviously the old animation. Mm-hmm. Because you know, there are three songs yeah. in this film. Yes. <laughs> Hold me. Mucho gusto. Yeah. And party time. Yeah. Party time uses the same shot of the camera zooming in on the dog's eyes. I'm not kidding you. I slow, I re, I rewound and counted 15 times. Really? Like this, uh, <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> Mucho gusto. Also reused scenes from party time. Um. <laughs> and it, did things in course from itself because it was like five minutes made with two minutes of film (laughs) and they and that's and i looked it up do you know what mucho gusto means not exactly not what they make it sound like it means i looked it up i don't remember now but i remember reading it going that doesn't make sense it's like with with pleasure or with flair or something like that yeah it's not because the song the, the lyrics are when you're feeling mucho gusto, you know what you can do, sto. Put on your dancing shoe stows and something mucho gusto. It's like, it's not huh? <laughs> A, not good Spanish. B, that's not even coherent English. <laughs> what mucho gusto means is please meet, please, please to meet, meet you. you, please to meet you. But they never, in those, in that sense, they never say mucho gusto in a spot where it makes sense or it's please to meet you. It's, You'll be partying with mucho gusto. It's like, huh? It's like someone didn't know what Spanish was and just heard the phrase yes. and just made a song they, out of it. They had a Mexican because they had a they had these three Mexican mice. Yeah, that were a band. It makes sense. They would be playing songs at the animals party, and so they had to play a Mexican song. Oh my god! Okay, but hold me. It makes sense because yes. you, they that character is obviously supposed to be. Is it Christina Aguilera that sang huh? that song? Which song? On Titanic. Uh, uh, no, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Why did I get that confused? Anyway, they can't do this without referencing of course. Having, having the big love ballad. Yeah. But they didn't have a place to put it in the film, so they had her sing it during the dance. And as the Titanic went down, yeah. because they Jeez. had no other songs for her to sing. Just have a violin, like a sad violin's playing. That's it. All you needed. <laughs> This movie came out in what 2000 as our 2000. So, yeah, they had no time to, they didn't, they didn't have auto tune, so they couldn't have taken weird lines she said earlier and make that sound like it would work. But, yeah, oh, it, is, is this still your second life? This is still my second life. I, it all sounds like I hate everything, yes. But the thing is, I enjoyed every second of this because it was like, what ridiculous, stupid thing are you about to do next? <laughs> True. And it just it came, it came that moment, like I said, the minute if I the minute you hear, if I hadn't been for you, I would be caught in someone else's digestion. digestion. The oh. minute that line plays, <laughs> it becomes welcome to the show, because this is where the movie is. Let's show every stupid, singular, unrealistic, ridiculous thing we could possibly throw in this film. Yeah. Because we are no longer doing a serious story. We we started that way. It didn't make it. Yeah, pretty much. What's your third like? <laughs> My third like would actually be it's it's the uh, the locket, mm. <laughs> the locket story because they actually do that fairly well because the locket does get passed around a little bit. Uh, 
Angelica, that's her name? Angelica. Angelica, our, our main uh, anti- protagonist. I want to call her antagonist. She's not an antagonist. She's a no. protagonist. No, there's um, five antagonists in this that is, There is. That's true. There's a lot of there's a lot of, And that's villains. counting the iceberg. <laughs> You're counting the iceberg? <laughs> it certainly brought everything to a halt. That's true. Ouch. Too soon. Too soon. A hundred years is too soon. No, quoting Dragon Ball. 110 years, actually. True. No, but uh, the, the, the the course of this, you know, uh, locket, not a necklace, but a locket, but a locket. I, I do like it's 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 tracking through the because they do keep, you know, revert. Re, they keep revisiting this thing over and over and over again, like it's a main plot point. Mm-hmm. And for some points, it is a plot point of the story. Yes. And. I'll get to dislikes on that later, but <laughs> uh, I, I, I there, there are points where it's the uh, where the uh, the stepsisters realize it's Angelica when she's got the dress on. Yes, uh, mother, make her sew it up or whatever. Yeah, you know, be like, take it off. Be like, make make her stop doing. You know, Trump, stop making her be happy or something like that. And, she can't be happy. She has to sew up all our clothes. Or the pick uh, all that pick pick that jar up I just broke on the ground. Yeah, coffee cup. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. That was actually animated fairly well. I, I, I have to admit that was pretty good. But one of the little things. One yes. of the little things. One of the little things. Uh, but the the locket story was fairly good. Mm-hmm. I will get into dislikes later. Yes. All right. So that is my third. My third like is the animation on the break up of the Titanic from yeah. the sinking. Now, granted. I've talked about some little things mm-hmm. that are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like the fact that they repeated the same animation five times of the inside of the ice, the inside of the ship was the iceberg. Oh gosh. It down. Yes. I, I've mentioned that, but for the most part, anytime they show the boat, you know, sinking, it actually looks like at the very least they looked at the, they, they copied the James Cameron avatar, uh, avatar, the, 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 anim, the the shots from James Cameron's Titanic or cause it, there were some great shots in there. I thought like the, the shot there where the, the, ba- the bow of the, or the, I think it's the bow. It might've been the stern. Uh, it had to be the stern. Cause that was what was sticking up in the air, but this, the stern of the ship coming down and you see the words Titanic Liverpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, I was like, okay, this is actually animated. The, the, these shots of the ship sinking. Yeah. Are obviously where they sunk their money. Yeah. Because this is where a lot this is where a lot of the the good animation is, yeah. and I appreciate how well they handled that the breakup of the ship. They kept Agreed. it as accurate as I think they could have. Yeah, that's my third like. Okay, what's your first dislike? Ooh, <laughs> to to put him up, confusing as Hades storyline. <laughs> What in the world is going on with this story? What's going on is they have too many characters. There, there, there are too many characters going on in this movie. I mean, like, even on top of that, the editing in this movie I, is I, horrendous. I'm going to be honest. All that I abbreviated this cast list because the cast list was long because of how many people were in this thing. Yeah. I left out what I'm assuming, what I think were major characters. Yeah. Because honestly, it's like I had to put a stop to it at some point. Yeah. But oh my gosh, I mean, like the the story the story plots go everywhere. I mean, like and and then some scenes be like it's so 
roughly edited you're like you're 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 sitting there the uh like the uh the two bumbling burglars break into this one lady's house which mind you was a cabin cabin breaks into her cabin and granted doesn't even look like a cabin in the titanic (laughs) not really a rich person's cabin no it doesn't (laughs) it was a hotel room on a ship yeah let's just say that which considering some of the cabins i've been in you know i'll go with it yeah but nuance uh be like how this movie is edited is ridiculous i don't know if it's just our our edit are the 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 edit I, I we think had a it? lot of it is our edit because they you can tell somebody else has you can tell it's been re-edited from its original cut yeah agreed yeah but just like the story is all over the place mm-hmm. you know like besides the editing because this is what we're watching is a as a re-edit and I'll, I'll be interesting to see what the original was i'm not <laughs> just generally curious curiosity for pulling a tooth sink right <laughs> but the the story itself is all over the place because you're getting with the the pets you're getting with the uh the evil stepmother and angela her story you're getting william and his his nanny which this guy's like probably like 19 18 years old he has a nanny i understand be like with someone who's watching over him that's one thing but you call her a nanny i'm guessing Okay, from what this thing called her a maid, yeah, in, in the in the synopsis, yeah, I really took it more as when I was watching it, she after she had to give up Angelica for yeah. whatever reason, we're never yeah. told. No, we're not. At some later point, she took in this uh, William to raise him. Yeah, or and yeah. he and instead of having her her call having her call him call her mo- a mommy or something. They opted for nanny instead since they weren't birth related, blood related. Possibly. I'm guessing. I don't know. Or the, or the other argument could be is that she is a, she's a nanny, like has helped raise him as a nanny. Maybe. I don't know. But it's that's weird. That's the, that's the only logical explanation I can find because they don't tell you anything in no, this movie. Absolutely. They don't have time to. No. They don't with the wrapping dog. Wrapping <laughs> yep. dog and Mexican rats. <laughs> Mexican rats. That's where all the time went. <laughs> Pretty much. And like the the uh shenanigans of all the all the the uh the 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 talking the talking pets and the pet story and like this story is so all over the place and it's just like what in the world is going on i mean like you can somewhat track it's going on but it's just bouncier 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 bouncier, bouncier. it's all over the place (laughs) and it drove me i'm like what i can i'm tracking where you're going but this is still crazy It's still oh, what characters are in the scene? Oh, this is what plot line we're on for this for the next five seconds. Yeah, and the scene's over, and we're over here. Yeah, following this other plot line for another five seconds, and then we're over here for another five seconds. Yeah, and all all of a sudden the rapping dog is telling the Dalmatians, "Hey, keep an eye out for some weird looking guys." Well, I say weird looking guys. One of them's a cat, and the other one Mm. technically is a dog, but I think he's more of a bat. (laughs) And and then all of a sudden the basset hound that the the gold digger laces. I heard what you said. You know, he sounds like Sam Elliott. Yes, I heard, he does. I heard what you said. I'm all in for it. But at the moment, I gotta, I gotta get oh a, my gosh. I gotta uh, help my 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 woman here. 
uh, bag of, bag of rich man so, uh, so we won't go into the poor house. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you're on the Titanic! How poor are you? <laughs> you're in first class! Yeah, that never made any sense. <laughs> I was like, really? Be like, you're a first class passenger. You paid a butt ton of money to be on this ship, yes. and you're saying and to yourself, you're poor? Like, exactly! You must have spent all of your money to get this cabin, and are now going to be in the poor house in New York. Yeah, that's about it. Anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, the story is all over the place. It is pulling you left and right, left and right with like every five seconds, it changes the plot or it, it changes where it's going in the story. Mm-hmm. It's just can we stay with the character for two seconds and not get these terrible res- dis- dissolves where like they cut they're cut off half sentence? It's like, what? <laughs> they're cut off half sentence because the sentence went on longer in the original version. Apparently. And it's like, oh, we, we got what we need to send this scene. We need to move on to another scene and wait till she gets to the period. Ah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> there, I think we are watching the, the edited version. Well, we are. The minute I saw, oh, the edited version is the one with party, party time. It's like, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> this is the edit. Oh my This gosh. is the weird edit. This is the weird edit. All I'm right. fine with that. Oh my gosh. So what is your first dislike? This movie, for the most part, is animated like a Phillips CDI game. Oh my, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Go back and if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Hotel Mario on Phillips CDI or uh the Zelda CDI games. And look at that weirdness. That is technically worse. Technically. But if you look at the actual animation style and the art style, Uh it is that. It is animated just like that. Half the time, they are looking at you. Mm -hmm. Not, they're supposed to be talking to somebody who's facing (laughs) facing the same direction. You're almost looking through their eyes. But they're looking at you like this animation was not actually intended to be part of a movie it yes. was part intended to be part of a game so when uh the one the the guy that uh you know the 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 gold digger yeah hits on for a long time at the very beginning of the movie and he looks right down the camera at you the watcher and says i hope we're in for a, a peaceful crossing it's like what are you trying to tell me actually you know what this is more like the humongous entertainment games like uh uh oh, what is the name that's like pajama sam okay or you don't know what i'm talking no, about no i don't look that stuff up that 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 that's one of those things where there is technically a game yeah. but they include so much other stuff for the kids with add oh okay that they fair. no matter what they click on something happens oh fair. fair and so it's very easy to get distracted by chaos incarnate <laughs> If we're getting right down to it, Fair. but that's it's animated like a cheap PC or Philips CDI game. Agreed. A large portions of it. I'm not saying there's not parts of it that look good. We've talked about a lot of those moments, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of moments where it's like we don't have it. We 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 got to go about this as cheap as possible, mm-hmm. and so that's what they did because it's not an important scene. Mm-hmm. It's just a scene that happens to happen, and we don't have any money to put in it to it. So. That's why they're gonna move weird. Yeah, many car- like okay, like the very beginning of the film mm-hmm. where they're on the train 
and the first line of the film mm. is uh, the evil stepmother saying, put that locket away. You're never going to find your precious mother. And then the, the two evil stepsisters go, yep, yeah, your precious mother. First off, I'm like, huh? Why are you talking like that? That's not really even a good put down. No, it's not. It's weird. But you look at the way they're moving as uh. they're saying, your precious mother. It's like, holy crap, Pinocchio looks less wooden. <laughs> You're right. You and I so don't right. mean the animated movie. I mean the live action. <laughs> the live action, I should say. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just, there were times it's like, why was this? A, this was on a theater screen. Yeah. Why? In why Italy. Was this on a theater screen? Unless Rift Tracks was making fun of it, <laughs> which they should, they should definitely, but oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, not that I think they would have time to insert jokes the way that these edits are. Right. But anyway, what's your next dislike? Second dislike. Uh, second dislike. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for the jugular here. We're, we're dealing with one of the worst maritime disasters of mm-hmm. all time. Yes, Titanic was criticized because it was doing a love story around this tragic event. But they, Cameron and the 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 people behind it had so much reverence behind it mm-hmm. that they weren't going to make jokes about it. This movie has no reverence for the, for this tragedy. And this has more reverence than some things. Yeah, that is true. For it's this a, tragedy. Yeah. It's I, a, I'm talking about another movie. We may have to do next bad movie month. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm sitting there. All I'm going to say is talking sharks. Oh, crap. a gang of talking sharks. Oh crap. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. All right. So you know, like the, the the scene you described perfectly is the boat is sinking. Mm-hmm. The boat is sinking. This is a sad supposed to be a sad moment. And we're getting just stupid jokes in the middle. Like, granted, it's a kids' movie. I totally get it. And I yes. think the nostalgia critic, the nostalgia critic did it very well with this idea. It's like, okay, you can play your little jokes. You can play your little jokes, or the fact to be like. Towards the end, we get a happy ending where everybody else mm-hmm. and they don't acknowledge at some point over a thousand people lost their lives in this movie yes. in, in this actual event that happened. Because they actually and it's just like, what are you thinking? It's like, oh, we don't want to leave kids on a sour note because we just had the biggest tragedy put up, put to screen in animated form. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, don't go. Don't you want to? It's like they know everyone's running out of the theater. Yeah, run. <laughs> don't you want to know what happened to the rest of us? And they, you see, and, and they, of course, they didn't animate this because they didn't have any animation budget left. No, they didn't. And they're showing all these little quick montages of what happened to all the other people. And they go, <laughs> and they all lived happily ever after. See you next week. I go, half the people who should have, who are on, all but like 10% of the people on this boat only get a happy ending because they survived. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people just died in an animated film. Yeah. And there's no acknowledgement of it. None and, at all. And be like, because it's a kids' movie. People, kids don't dying in kids' movies. Yeah, they may get destroyed, but they don't get killed. But at least acknowledge the historical moment where a lot of people lost their lives, and you know, make that a let, make that more no. of like it, it's a point in the movie the that very, we we're sad about it. Not just the dogs tearing up, or at the very least. 
say this was an event that actually happened. A lot of people died, and yes, it's sad, but we really hope that the people who survived had happy endings. Yeah, exactly. That would have been fine. That's all you needed Exactly. Put it in perspective for the kids. Like, yes, we had some fun in this film. We had we, we were a little bit wacky, a little bit crazy. We had a little bit of fun. But this was a real tragedy. Yes. A lot of people died. We know y'all don't want to, y'all aren't don't have the maturity to deal with that at your age. But we do want we do pray that, you know, the people who did survive, we do pray they had a happy ending. Yeah, so again. Because of that, we'll see the our the happy ending for our characters. Yeah. And then you do your stupid little montage. Yeah. But new why would they do that? Yeah, why would they do that? Why why would they 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 would use this monumental part take part in history that changed, you know, cruise line forever. Yeah. And be like to take the oh, simple pact of be like over a thousand people died during that night, during that morning, and you don't acknowledge it at all. You I just so, want you want your stupid so, happy ending. I so want to talk to bring up something in another movie but i can't because that would spoil the experience in the other movie all right i'm just saying it gets worse in oh, other films frack. The, the reverence this film has it has some some not a lot some but it has some. very little uh, it's lost in in this in titanic the uh the, the legend of titanic oh my gosh people be like we just want money you don't respect of history anyway yes exactly my history nerd comes out of me every once in a while mm-hmm. so that is my second dislike respect history people <laughs> and don't destroy it right <laughs> what is your second dislike put some more work into your movie and quit reusing animation every, <laughs> every five seconds <laughs> into that brother Amen. This, if you had taken out all the reused animation in this film, it would be a, it would be only forty five minutes, and a lot of that is in the sinking of the Titanic section. Oh my gosh! Because obviously the the uncut version of this film did not have a lot of footage here, but they had to put in some more stuff to pad it out because they couldn't let the movie be forty five minutes long. It had to be at least an hour because uh, it's not a movie. Yeah. Yes, train. I agree with you. <laughs> yes, the trains that pass by our characters in our show now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going crazy. All oh, the re. Granted, Transformers the movie has moments of reused animation. Yes, every movie we've reviewed in some capacity has yes. some form of recycled animation. Heck, we've watched uh, Robin Hood, movie yeah. we both enjoyed. Yeah. But even we will know how, where they reused animation from other movies for that movie. It's not as blatant as this because I mean they are they are using the actual models from the movie they're making mm-hmm. based off the animation movements of the movies from before. Yeah. But this one just goes off the blinking wall. It does because you see the same. St- Five, uh, 30 frames, not even 30 frames half the time. You see, because how you know, it's the movie is made at 30 frames per second because this is definitely animated on twos. Yeah. But they half the time don't even let it play that fast. It's, and you see the same stuff over and over and over and over again. It's like, uh, what? And a lot of it's in the animal stuff. 
because of, I'm guessing maybe the animals didn't actually talk in the original one. Maybe. And then they, but they had some stuff where maybe they did. Cause obviously the, the stuff with the mice had to have some talking scenes as much as he's on screen. Yeah. As much as he keeps talking, but, and the stuff with the cat and the, and the bat who's supposed to be a dog. My uh, gosh. Yeah. But at the same time, it feels like that was not a important part of the story. It was just like a weird thing. Yeah. But in this re-edit, they wanted to make it more, so they had to reuse stuff. Mm-hmm. And even with the stuff they obviously that they obviously made new animation for, yeah, they didn't make a whole lot of it, so it gets repeated over and over again. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if I have to see the same wall of the Titanic burst forth with water flowing in again five times in a row it's the same shots and it's like there's not like something in between to make me feel like this it's not even this thing it doesn't even feel impactful Mm. because they play so they play this hey you can tell those shots are are sped up Mm -hmm. for one thing then they do it five times in a row so it it feels even less impactful than if it was like a big hit and then another, and then like maybe they show like the boat shaking and then another hit down there. If they'd have done something like that. I could maybe accept that reuse yeah. of animation a little bit better, Yeah, but no, it's just like five, ex- the, the, the ships being ripped apart and then the same wall again. And then again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. <laughs> I know this is a cheap movie. Quit trying to make it look cheaper than it is. Agreed. What's your next dislike? My third and final dislike. Oh my gosh, the animation. Like you just said, it is. It to what I said about it, it's so much reused animation, I want to barf. Mm-hmm. It is just, it is ridiculous how many times they reuse animation over and over and over again. And the character facial expressions oh my gosh it, it's it's not as bad as food fight i'm yeah. not gonna go there but oh my I, I will word give, i will give food fight this much yeah they at least tried to reanimate everything yeah when they lost their footage yeah there is not uh, there there is some reused footage in there yeah but the way they handled it it was it didn't feel as blatant Exactly. This, it's probably the only thing that Food Fight has over this film. Because in this film, it's like, I know I saw, I saw this scene. And I just saw that scene again. Yeah. You don't before you have time to realize that they reused the scene, they've reused it a second time. Yeah. Or they flipped it or something. Right. It's it's like the, the thing that keeps reminding me over and over again is like He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. The original show. Yeah. You know, back in the 80s, because they reuse animation a lot. They right. rotoscoped a lot, but they reuse animation over and over. This takes that to the extreme. This is like, literally like copy em- paste. Copy paste on almost every other scene. This is they had the scene in their digital editor and decided, you know what? The the this shot of the of the iceberg tearing into the Titanic, it's not long enough. We should do this four more times. Yeah. One right after the other. So I'm just gonna copy that. I'm gonna put I'm gonna move the rest of the film over here. I'm going to hit control C to the right. Control V, control V, control V, control V. And then move that back over. There we go. Scene's done. Yeah. Yeah. 
Watch stuff before you release it, folks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Says the pot to the kettle. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. But oh my gosh. Uh like like I said in my likes, be like there are certain scenes in this movie that's done very well. Like some of the animation is just like, wow, I'm shocked. And the next scene is like mm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is terrible. You can tell they don't have a budget or they have a very small budget. And they did have a micro budget. <laughs> did they use it on the model for the Titanic? That's what that must have happened. I like, you, like every scene, it's the same the, shot. That's the money shot. Because every time they showed the Titanic from a different angle as it was sinking, it was a different shot and it was all well animated. Yeah. Even the cheap uh, 3D model of it that was used for the establishing shots exactly. throughout the rest of the film looked good. I mean, it was cheap 3D, but yeah. it still looked halfway decent. Yeah. And then you go into the ship and it's like early 2000s flash animation. Yeah. That's what and it looks like. Good flash animation. No. This isn't even Homestar Runner good. This is like, uh, I don't know, some crap on Newgrounds. <laughs> Something old, something that was like thrown together in five seconds, right? But, um, yeah, just I'm thinking like because there again, go back to food by food, you know, get food by for what it was, even though it was a garbage dump of a movie. Be like, at least it uses animation. This movie just goes everything, and it drove me nuts the entire movie. And there's points where it's just more like. The, the character animations are just like, what in the... Did you I, even I, look at a reference? I, I just now realized what this animation, uh, what this editing reminds me of. Hmm. Think back to any like commercial or TV show where they had to put something on the TV. What they put on didn't matter. So they just kind of played something over and over again in a loop. Yeah. That's what this feels like. Like it's you a bunch want... of random m- movements of things. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, and it's just not playing on a loop. Yeah, over and over again until it's like, oh, the scene's over. Let's move to loop B. Yeah, exactly. And also be like, you, you take the uh, like the character motions. Be like, yeah, if you're be like, there are people out there. It's like, oh, rotoscoping's terrible. Rotoscoping, be like, whatever, tracking, whatever. At least the characters look like they're moving correctly. Yes, these characters be like they're. Moving like this and just like all jagged and everything. Are are they floppy or something? It's ridiculous. Now, part of me does want to say that. Okay, yeah. Probably in the original animation, the characters were speaking Italian because it's an Italian film. Yes. Agreed. But even then, it doesn't feel like they did a good dub. Yeah. This is a terrible dub. This is a terrible dub. But to some degree, it's like, eh, eh, maybe, kind of. I don't know. what. Mm. It's wacky. Yeah. Hey, party time. It's party time. Everybody get you going because it's party time. This is just where my brain goes because it's like that's the most interesting thing in the film. Yeah. My third dislike. The rapping dog is the most interesting thing in the film. <laughs> the rapping dog is my favorite part of this film, as I said earlier. Yes. And I like being able to go, what stupid thing are we going to get up to next? But the thing is, you take the story. And it's boring. It's dull. And none of the other weird things that happen ever get yeah. to the level of rapping dog. Yeah, that's, that's the pinnacle a, of this movie. There is a reason that everyone's description of this movie is this, it's a movie about the Titanic with a rapping dog in it. Pretty much. And the rapping dog's not even a main character. No. But everyone remembers it because it hits you that it, 
when that moment hits you, it's like you feels like you just entered a fever dream. Very true. But the sad thing is, it's a very poor fever dream because this was the most interesting part. <laughs> the rest of it is like, okay, you didn't even try on that one. Yeah. Oh, look, it's the Moskowitz family, but it's not. I mean, we ran into them, but oh, it's much more obvious now. Oh, look, there's the the dog the the dog that they think is actually more in line with a bat. How do I know this? They said the joke three times. Mm. And then there's the Basset Hound that sounds like Sam Elliott, who keeps tripping the same people, and the, his gold digging master, a mistress, keeps saying, "Oh, I've, you went with the wrong ones again. You, I want the rich guys, not these little poor beggars." It's like they're trying to steal from you, lady. How have you not figured this out yet? <laughs> and there was that one point where you know she's uh, Angelica's got the locket back, and they're dancing in front of Molly, and Molly. For all she knows, that was a gift from her that was stolen. Yes. For, for her, that was stolen. Yes. And I'm going, and I'm thinking, okay, she's going to have to open her eyes and realize, oh, there's the locket. And I'm watching going, is Molly going to keep her eyes closed throughout this entire song? Because she nearly does. Yeah. It's like, and then finally she opens it up at the last second. Oh, good. Now we hex the plot. The, the, the bare bones plot can move on. Yes. This part of it anyway, because they all there's like 30 plots in this film and they're all as thin as tissue paper Hmm. yeah and the thing is like i said what i if you can't be good be interesting yeah don't be dull and the thing is there is a lot of small things that are interesting throughout this that kind of keep it elevated yeah but a lot of it's dull yeah i agree there's a lot of stuff it's like i don't care about these bumbling idiots who can't steal out of a uh out of the ship cabin i don't care about that i don't care about the uh and i i I got to realizing i maybe cared about angelica's story yeah because she's the protagonist the the major protagonist yeah she's obviously the one this story is focusing on and i kind of cared for because they put the most work into what she was doing Mm -hmm. and with william admittedly but I got to realizing I don't know or care or even really give a flying banana about who half these people are. I want to get back to the rapping dog because <laughs> the rapping dog was the most interesting thing that's going on in this. Yes. I care about Angelica, but have her team up with the rapping dog to find her locket. That makes, that'd be a far more interesting movie. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Every time leg sherlock Holmes showed up yeah i had to stop it's a good thing they kept trying to make him say his speech you know his introduction speech that he only got through one time yeah it's like oh it's bootleg sherlock holmes okay <laughs> why do i care about you again what are you doing what's your point on being this oh you're trying to catch cruella de vil knockoff and her two and dirk and kirk her two bumbling idiots yeah and doing a poor and, job and doing a poor job of it because i can tell you where they are they're right over there She's looking at the Dalmatians. She's sizing them up to make a fur coat out of them. And she's not, but she might as well be. <laughs> the dog. The rapping dog. Who is letting us know it's party time. Yes. Is the most interesting thing in this film. Yeah. And that is why it's a dislike, because... If you're going to have a bad but interesting film, you have to have more than one thing that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, you've got the Mexican rats or Mm -hmm. Mexican mice. 
and they have their song in the middle of, in, at near the end of it. I'm thinking, okay, that's kind of interesting, except I don't care about these characters. And they've it's been 45 minutes into this film. Yeah. And I don't care about these characters. They had one other line that says, oh, we've been on tour for a long time. It's like, you know what? I watched Speedy Gonzalez growing up. I don't really care too much about, you know, the Mexican stereotyping and all that, that some people get weirded out on some mm. of the reviews of this film. Yeah. This is not even really that bad in concept next to Speedy Gonzalez himself, which the Mexicans won't let you cancel him. So <laughs> that is true. I'm not lying there. And He's not. I'm when you have Gabriel Iglesias voice him in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. kind of lost the battle. <laughs> but I should that was interesting, but it's like especially since the song makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't even care about these people. But the only thing that I thought was interesting, it's like, oh yeah, you all, everyone almost left Fat Cat and Bat Dog down in the hole to drown. But of course, knockoff uh, Fievel has to save them. Yeah. Fair enough. Moving on. Rapping Dog, most interesting character in the film. All right. So what is your score? I give it a one. Okay better than emo it's not as good as emoji movie because like because emoji movie has enough money behind it that it actually True. helped it a lot yeah through a lot of its weirdness yeah it's better than food fight but that's not saying much that is true it's trying it's this is the kind of thing where it's like if somebody were if, if, if a bunch of people come over and says hey i got an idea y'all want to watch a really bad movie and make fun of it they go sure sure it's like okay let me plug this bad boy in let me go to youtube right quick and i'm gonna we're gonna watch titanic the legend goes on. I love you have to do that every time. <laughs> anyway, that brings us. Like, what are you rating it? Sorry. Uh, I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two. There's, there's, there's little parts here and there. I really enjoyed there. There are little, little segments here and there. There again, the movie is just laughable and so confusing. And it, the anim, the reanimation makes you want to barf sometimes. Mm-hmm. And what I said earlier, but there's just li- there's little things here and there that just be like food fight was trash, was a trash of yes. film. Go back and listen to that review. But this movie, it kind of steps up the game a little, little, little bit, a little bit. So I'm giving it a two. Okay. You want to get into some animated series? Yeah. Possibly uh, Rapunzel? Yes, please. And the masters of the universe. Dangerous. 
first episode tonight is a character episode mm-hmm. and the final character episode for our good buddy Eugene Fitzherbert. Mm-hmm. Flynn Poster, directed by Tom Caulfield and written by Ricky Roxburgh. Summary is, goes, Eugene must track down and confront a thief who has stolen his former identity, Flynn Ryder. Cast includes Clancy Brown as King Frederick, Julie Bowen as Queen Ariana, Chris Diamantopoulos as Flynn Ryder slash Brock Thunderstrike. Yes. Jeremy Jordan as Varian, Lance Henriksen as the Baron, Vivian Venser as Kiera, Diedrich Bader as Stan the Guard, Sean Hayes as Pete the Guard, Charles Halford as Vladimir, and Steve Blum as Attila. Mm-hmm. The uh, episode title is a play on the words imposter and what Rapunzel calls Brock Thunderstrike due to him tarnishing her boyfriend's former reputation as a thief. And it's revealed in this episode that Eugene's wanted posters always got his nose wrong because the person who created the posters had damaged glasses. (laughs) Yes. Fair enough. Makes sense. This is a really good episode. It is. And it, it was a part there. The minute he, they stole the, the crown, the same way Flynn Rider stole it in the movie, I thought, they're not going to do that. They're not going to have this whole thing repeat. But with the new Flynn Rider experiencing what old Flynn Rider experienced in the movie. Yeah. And they do. <laughs> it became ridiculous. After a point. It's like he... When he first meets Rapunzel, it's because he's tied to a chair in Rapunzel's hair. It's like, okay, <laughs> what's next? At the end of the, th- and there's a couple other moments where it's like matching exactly. But my favorite one, and the one that made me have to pause the episode, is when, uh, you know, they're getting attacked by the Baron, and uh, Brock hits the Baron over the head with the frying pan and says, huh, I've got to get me one of those. And I thought, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it because it'd been a while since that joke was played. Yeah. He's copying Flynn Rider so much that his initial appearance is just like Flynn Rider's initial oh. appearance. Yeah. And I, it, we, we played that joke out because we were in the middle of the thing and they're fighting the Baron. And it's like, Okay, where's this going to go? What's going to I know he's going to come back. That's how this is going to work. It's how these shows think these mm-hmm. are. I doubt they're going to really just decide to not have come back unless you're going to do, unless you're just going to be weird about it. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, huh. <laughs> I, I didn't just do that. But anyway, yeah, it's, <laughs> I love that part of this. It's like every five, every, every time they're hitting, Every single one of those original points. Yeah. I just, I half expected them to be, they even go to the snuggly duckling. Yeah. They don't even get to go to the snuggly ducking much anymore. And they went there. And how does he escape the snuggly ducking? Same place he and Rapunzel escaped in the movie. The only thing we didn't see is the return to the logging camp. True. Probably because we didn't have time. Probably not. But yeah. Oh my gosh. But this whole episode is great. It is so good. And it gives us some good character development on on, uh, Eugene now that he's going to be captain of the guard. Yeah. I I, I like how they set that up. Yeah. Is that the... Because the episode starts... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. The episode starts and it's a battle between, you know, the the guards and Cassandra. Yeah. I'm going, this is playing rather early. 
I didn't think they were going to be playing into this until at least, you know, the next episode. And you see the captain of the guards like, yeah, it makes sense. He's going to have to go up against his girl, his, his daughter. So that's an interesting thing to concept. And then it's a dream sequence. Yes. And he's realizes he can't attack his girl. Yeah. His little girl. And they understood and they let him step down. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I was like, it's like they really went there. Because it'd be like the entire, you know, season three, it's the captain of the guard struggling with this idea that be like, should he be the captain well, anymore? And he, you, he wants to you go find back, his find his little girl. Yeah, you go back to the season three island episode. Yeah. And when you know, when he's had taken the wish totem thing and wished for Cassandra to come back and you get the little the flies of the the uh, everything turning into cassandra to attack him attack yes the party it's just hilarious but that whole thing is like he wants his little girl back and he almost is taking no for not taking no for an answer and he realizes yeah he's stuck between he's got a kobayashi maru yeah situation going on where he's sworn to protect the kingdom he can't attack fight his daughter yeah he can't she's the one attacking the kingdom yeah you gotta make a choice and he chose i can't do either one so i'm gonna have to step down and not be yeah. in that position and then they give it to you <laughs> i was it like makes, oh, that, it does make sense honestly, it, it does it makes more sense to give it to him than to either peter stan they're not gonna take over that is true that is so true honestly eugene has done more i, I knew it was gonna be eugene before they even played with it because it's yeah. like Dude, who has protected the princess more since she's come back? Yeah. It's been Eugene. Yeah. He's the one who should be captain of the guard. True. At least until they finally get married and she becomes the reigning queen and he gets to be her prince consort and doesn't have to be uh, captain of the guard anymore and they can give it to somebody else. Yeah. Probably um, Lance. Lance. <laughs> probably Lance. <laughs> Lance after he's had some training. <laughs> Just a little bit. Oh my gosh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay, so uh Rapunzel and Eugene have to go wherever they're going to go yeah. fi- find the imposter. Uh the Eugene. So the, they leave. It says the captain of the guard has to stay there. They leave uh Eugene uh, in uh, charge. Lance, Lance in charge. And then and they're tr- and <laughs> during Varian. all this, Varian is trying to build this early uh detection, detection system. Uh, it was early uh, uh essentially an alarm for the kingdom. Yeah. That will when if they get attacked, they they can fire this volley off and let everyone know to like, hey, kingdom's under attack. And Lance is screwing it up every five seconds mm-hmm. because he thinks he's in charge. And of course he pays for that by being deaf for the last half of oh the Oh my gosh, yeah. And so, uh, so- I say he's deaf in the next episode too. <laughs> but that was All absolutely considered yes absolutely hysterical because like definitely towards the end you know kind of jumping ahead towards the end of the episode is that eugene is like oh yeah i learned this very valuable lesson and you and uh and they, yes and, and they're and lance not, can't hear telling, a thing he's telling it to lance and we're hearing it from Lance's point of view. And so it's yeah. all muffled. It's like, we don't know what he's saying. <laughs> we kind of know what he's saying because we were there, but it's like, and that's, it's funny. Admittedly, it is funny. Very funny. Anyway. Get, uh, just, oh my gosh, because Lance just be more like, it's like, hey, I'm in charge. Be like, it's like, oh, very, be like, oh, he's just trying to play it safe. Yeah, you think? Yeah. And he pours all the, <laughs> it blows up. <laughs> I love that point there after it blows up. 
Varian just looks over at Lance and says, you added more of the Flintonian to it, didn't you? Yeah. And Lance goes, what? what? I made it better. It worked, didn't it? Right. Oh my gosh! So let's get back to the uh, the the the, the crux of the story, where it's it's Eugene confronting the guy who's stolen his his uh his identity of uh, Flint Rider, and it's be like, but he's going to tarnish my re- leg my legacy, and it's more uh, re- really the legacy you want, Eugene. Is yeah, exactly. Stole stuff. I know that's all you had at the time, but you've grown past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's you're going to be the prince consort of the kingdom of Corona. Yeah. You do know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's more than being <laughs> Flynn Rider. Yeah, and I, I love that he grows from that experience, and he teaches the guy. Or uh, uh, good night, your prince of the dark kingdom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not many thing left of the dark kingdom, but true. But more on a certain theory I had in the yes, next episode. Yes, but the uh, through. <laughs> yeah, but the imposter, the imposter, would be like it's more Eugene you know giving this young man advice and be like it's like yeah do you want your legacy to be that yeah be like you're, you can be a uh you're committing your own man outside of this and it's it's not a way to go and uh what what is this character's name again brock thunderstrike brock thunderstrike there that's, we go. that's my favorite scene in there that he's pouring his heart out much the same way eugene poured his heart out to rapunzel it says I, you know I, I it was great to be flynn rider because no one wants to be with a poor mm-hmm. Brock, Brock Thunderstrike. Plain old block, Brock Thunderstrike. And Flynn just looks at it and goes, what'd you say your name was? <laughs> I was like, at first I thought, okay, did I miss something? He can't, does he know a Thunderstrike family? I was like, no, he's got a great name. He doesn't need to name Flynn Rider. <laughs> That's what he's messing, talking about. Yeah, he's missing the point. Missing the whole stinking point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, when you got a name like Eugene Fitzherbert. That makes sense because it's an unfortunate name. Yeah. No matter how you look at it. And it's not even his real name. <laughs> yeah. We don't even know his real name. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we know Flint Rider. We know Eugene Fitzherbert. What yeah. was what was his name uh, at the Dark Kingdom? Hold on, hold on, hold on. They said it, but it's like they said it. Hold yeah, on. He barely ever went by it, so it doesn't really matter. Because even his dad's calling him Eugene now. Yeah. But nuance. Be like, yeah, yeah he actually does have an actual Bruce name. Bruce Campbell's calling him Eugene now, yes. so that's all that matters. Agreed. <laughs> Anyway, yes, that was a, it. Was a good episode. Horace, that's it. Horace, that's actually is worse than Eugene. <laughs> it's worse than Eugene. But anyway, yeah, uh, this is a good this episode. Is a good episode, and it's a great way to tie up. I think uh, Eugene's character arc for the series. Yes, yeah, agreed. Granted, he's got four more episodes after this, mm-hmm. and he's going to have some more growth there, probably, but mm-hmm. not a whole lot because this is really putting the end to his big character arc of really that's been there since tangled yeah who is he really is he flynn rider the dashing thief or is he eugene fitzherbert the good man yeah because he's got to pick one of these personas and that part of him becoming captain of the guard just really finishes him stepping up to that position and letting literally being becoming his what was his worst enemy yeah outside of max yeah and now I'm becoming Max's boss, <laughs> which is, well, is it, can you really be Max's boss? <laughs> and the princess can, because she's the princess. Well, hold but, on. Like towards at the, at the end of Tangled, be like uh, Rapunzel does say that uh, Max does become captain of the guard. 
after this probably after this but uh it is it is unique i mean like it is very much a an end of a chapter of where eugene kind of steps into what he's supposed to be yes the role of a leader of the kingdom yeah which honestly before he met rapunzel he had no way of getting no he doesn't not really so let's continue on to another character's I'm not going to say final character episode. Yeah. But a major character episode in uh, Once a Handmaiden. Yeah, agreed. In this, uh, this episode was directed by P- Phil Pignotti and written by Leanna Dindle. In this episode, disguised in a magical cloak, Cassandra sneaks back into Corona with the intention of making amends with Rapunzel. Cast includes Jeremy Jordan as Varian, Bruce Campbell as King Edmund, Clancy Brown as King Frederick, Jennifer Veal, who previously was Enchanted Girl. I am now going to go ahead and just put it out there. Zantiri, the villain of this show. Yes. Donna Murphy returns in a technically archive audio as Mother Gothel. Charles Halford as Vladimir. Suzanne Blakesley as Old Lady Crowley and Steve Blum as Attila. Trivia for this one. Like the season two episode title, Happiness Is, this episode title is also a partial popular quote. Yeah. Uh, Some goofs for this one. Uh, Operation Obsidian disappeared, but is replaced with a different one when Varian is shown to be wearing his outfit, apron, gloves, and shoes from season one at at the very near the end of of, uh, Rapunzel's return while he is sitting on Fidella before a guard comes to tell Eugene that Cassandra is inside Corona to attack Rapunzel. Also, when Varian is on Fidella, waiting for a guard alongside Eugene and Maxima, Fidella's saddle doesn't have a sun symbol on it. Mm-hmm. And even though Varian says that he doesn't want to hurt Cassandra during the episode, but during the episode Secret of the Sun Drop, he did hurt Cassandra and Queen Ariana after he grabbed his former crush and Rapunzel's mom with the giant robot hands because he wanted Rapunzel to feel the same amount of pain and agony that he had. I when 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 she finds the other piece of the mirror yeah. from uh Tale of Two Sisters mm-hmm. and she sees the final the scene that we saw as that yeah. episode ended, I thought, is she going to turn tail here and then team up with the crew to fight Xantiri? Mm-hmm. Or is this and that's what is that what this episode's going to be? That's kind of, really it felt for a long time. Yeah. That's what this episode is going to be. Also, before I get too much farther, I say this is the best Goodwill Games episode we've had. <laughs> Agreed. Because the other two are no. <laughs> but this one, a lot better. Yes. Because it actually has something to do with the stupid story. I'm not saying the story is stupid. It's just I've been frustrated with some of the filler in this series. <laughs> Agreed. But <laughs> the whole... I was really hoping... By the end of this, it was going to turn into, you know, she's done with Xantiri. She's back on the side there, the Prenzel. And I thought maybe perhaps the series finale was just going to be all three of them teaming up to take on Xantiri. Nope. 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 (laughs) I don't know how the last three episodes are going to go that we're reviewing next week. Oh, they're good. I haven't watched it yet. But, uh, wow, the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Xantiri, I hate you more than I've hated, that I hated Mother Gothel. 
Actually, that's not true. I still hate Mother Gothel more. Because, you know, it's that love to hate thing. Yeah, exactly. is just comically evil so uh-huh. far. Hasn't really done anything that's like makes me hate you except little things here and there that sets her plans or his oh. plans, whatever gender he is, they are, uh, off. But for the most part, she's been hasn't really done anything. She's done some sidious things. Yes. But for the most part, it's still not we're still focusing on Cassandra as the villain. Yeah. She's still the Darth Vader to her. They're still focusing on the Darth Vader and they haven't focused on the Palpatine yet. Yeah. For lack of a better uh yeah. uh analogy. Oh, this will that'll come. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Because we've only got three episodes left, people, mm-hmm. before we're done with Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. And then only one short after yeah. that to finish all of the Tangled chronology. Chronology. For lack of a better term. The well, Tangled canon. Yeah, there we go. So, and we haven't figured out how we're doing that yet, but this episode is so, so good. Yes. It is. It, I hurt for, I, there because there were times it really felt like they were about to get back together. Mm-hmm. It was this close. And, the part that was really getting to me is when they're in the play. Cassandra oh, yeah. is having to play Rapunzel and see the events of the end of the beginning of season three from Rapunzel's point of view. Oh yeah. And because Attila just leaves as he won't mm-hmm. do improv <laughs> and Cass- and uh, Rapunzel jumps up to play Cassandra and now she's seeing it from Cassandra's point of view. Mm-hmm. And it confuses everyone in the audience. It's like, well, wait, I thought she was the bad guy. And, and, and uh, Rapunzel was a good, was a good guess. Who's really the villain of this piece. And they both say at the same time, it's complicated. It's like, yeah, that's nine tenths of the point here. Yeah. You are really, this, this was a nice kind of compression of what's of the relationship issues yeah cassandra and rapunzel have had i think really through season two and Mm -hmm. three yeah um and some of season one but season one it was not much yeah um it really felt like they were coming to a head and it was going so well until varian had to bring project obsidian to stop cassandra yeah and really that makes some sense but Zantiri had to push the plunger. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And all just, everything goes to pot. Yeah. Well, don't, uh, just correct me if I'm wrong. Where doesn't Zantiri pull the cloak off of a. Yes, she yeah. does. Yeah, that's what I thought. But at the same time, I'm sitting there going, Cassandra, just take the cloak off. Rapunzel is right there. She will protect you from these people because she is the. She might as well be the queen right now. Yeah, pretty because much. Because the. She has actual, the power. The actual king and queen are not doing jack squat. That is true. I'm sorry, King Frederick. You hadn't done anything all season. <laughs> true. Your daughters do primarily. She's done more work than you have. Now, granted, up until what was that? Halfway through the season, yeah. you had amnesia. So yeah, I, I will fair. forgive you for that much. It's fair. Up to the king and queen of hearts, I think it was. Yeah, I think that was the name of the episode. Yes. But anyway, she's just talk to each other <laughs> this would be this is so much time you were in a private place where y'all could talk and get it out and you left to go to another private place where Zantiri could take the cloak off of you cassandra what the crap are you doing 
This is still a good episode. Yes, it is. And I know they could not. Granted, I think it would have been cool for uh, Cassandra to turn on Zantiri in this episode and yeah. then them both having to fight and then maybe Cassandra gets kidnapped and I don't know, brainwashed or something. I don't know. Pull a power Richards in space. That's honest. Honestly, I, that's where my brain went. It's like, yeah, yeah. Go strata on her. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, I was hoping we were, it was like, maybe this is the, I granted, I know the three next three episodes are probably going to be epic. Yeah. Cause it's, honestly the end of a very well-made series let's be honest yeah agreed but i was like i just kept feeling like we are almost at the turning point and i know what you're doing you're trying to give us hope so that you can pull it away so that going into the last episode we're primed and pumped to see how is this going to end is she actually are they actually going to have to fight each other and is one person going to have to kill the other Mm -hmm. sorry kid show is one person going to have to destroy the other yeah Granted, I have seen a screenshot that makes me think otherwise. Okay. All I'm going to say. Okay. I suspect hugs will be all around. Maybe. But until that moment, <laughs> we've got three episodes that are, whose names are in Latin, I must add. Yeah, they are Latin. <laughs> they are Latin. It's like, what is this? Fifth final fantasy? <laughs> One-winged Cassandra? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I need to edit that now. <laughs> After I see the episode, because that's where all the good fight scenes are going to be. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm going to let you talk here in just a second. I'm almost done. This is, this is a good episode. It is. It made me, it, it brought, give you enough, it gave you enough hope that it's leading so well into the next episode. Because obviously this episode ends where the next one has to begin. There's not going to yeah. be any intervening time yeah. other than maybe a couple hours. Yeah. But man this was done so well what uh, what are your thoughts on this episode man i think you literally took all the words i was gonna say and articulated so well with this this is a very powerful episode where cassandra learns the truth that zentiri has been lying to her yeah and turns on her and be like oh i'm gonna try to get you know try to patch up the relationship i had with rapunzel maybe i can make this work and of course zentiri has is gonna have nothing to do with it be like i'm gonna mess this up because it's my plan you're yeah. not screwing my plan up yeah and uh we'll find what she does later <laughs> but it's so good um but it's just like it's so well beautifully well done that it's the fact to be like these two basically sisters are be like trying to talk to each other but they don't know they're talking to each other right and it's just a beautiful dynamic and then you have be like the the variance uh uh what, what was this one called again project obsidian project obsidian you have that have that place it's beautifully set up and just like everything that's going on and you get to the also, point i'd like to point out project obsidian did nothing to stop Cassandra except no. make her mad yeah exactly <laughs> so thanks eugene yeah thanks i'm blaming you more than i'm blaming varian varian's just trying yes <laughs> yeah there's so there's the point where uh obviously zentiri pulls the cloak off for revealing it's uh cassandra and it's like you know rapunzel's trying to tell people don't do anything and of course right. and everyone's go- ignoring her and of course then the uh potion cassandra throws the potion down and it knocks rapunzel out it's like well it's all gonna go to pot now yeah 
and be like, it's not, it's not, it can't go well after this point. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it's so well done. Be like, there's the point where, um, I, I love this point. It's, um, um, the, the point, like, even in the notes, it says, be like, you, you want me to bet, want me to bet, you want me to be the bad guy? Fine. Fine. I'll, be I'll be the, the bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> it's like, you're being your mother. <laughs> Cause she's quoting, not, not directly quoting, but, but she's, she's finishing her mother's sentence yes because in the movie yeah she's when she when rapunzel finally figures it out yeah she says great now i'm the bad guy no it's but like in this one it's you want me to be the bad guy fine i'm the bad guy that, it's literally a verbatim quote what mother Ruffle said verbatim <laughs> still it's it's so well done. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh. And then she but literally a, destroys Corona. There's a light moment I have to bring up. Okay. During the play, when Attila is still playing Cassandra. Oh God. It's hilarious <laughs> by itself. And he throws up the black rocks. And they're a little delayed because angry and red. I'm sorry. That's how I still think of these two characters. Yeah. They're, they just kind of just jump up like real quick. It's like, and they're just smiling there. I, I'm looking, I go, I know that they just through these characters to do this one scene and now they don't really have they can't animate them so they're just kind of just stand sitting there and blinking every once in a while so they yeah. don't look dead like shorty does like half the time in his in some of his right films. right but <laughs> which by the way we had a lot of good shorty in this episode yeah. too uh but <laughs> that little shot of them just standing there and it looks like they're leaning towards rapunzel oh yeah <laughs> and i'm looking going are you thinking she's going to tell you a secret kids? <laughs> and oh it took God. a little bit away from the scene. Cause I'm looking at them going, they just look a little too eager to be, black, to be, uh, to be listening in on the conversation. Oh, when my reality God. Is they're black. They're playing the black rocks. They yeah. have to lean forward because that's what the black rocks do. Uh -huh. You don't need people playing this. <laughs> Good night. Put red in the role of Cassandra. She'd do better than Attila did. <laughs> Especially when she turns into a giant werewolf. <laughs> Granted, we haven't gotten much of that since no. they revealed that. True. We better get that in the finale. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, this is a good episode. And how the episode ends, uh, Rapunzel wakes up. She wakes up and they're in the snuggly duckling. It's like, what's going on? And she runs out and sees Corona is surrounded by the black rocks. Yes. And then we go into Corona and Literally, Cassandra has made herself a throne. She, out of Blood Rock. She's not made herself a throne. She's sitting on King uh, Frederick's throne. That's right. Throne. She's sitting on the throne. That's right. Well, and Queen Ariana's throne is like impaled with with, a, with one of the black rocks. Yeah. It's like, it's so, it's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Be like, I've seen it. I know what happens. I'm going to rewatch it again because it's so freaking good. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Just stay, stay tuned until next week. This is going to be a freaking epic conclusion to rapunzel's tangled adventure i want i want to bring up an interesting thing though okay i didn't talk about this influence influence posture but when the uh the rooster is going off you mm -hmm. know the, the their advanced warning system yeah for a short second the way they framed it going around the castle it kind of looked like the walt disney logo right it did and then you get this one yeah there's no fireworks going off but it's kind of the same angles Except there's spikes everywhere. Yeah, sure. It's like, and there's Maleficent. There, there's there's Sleeping Beauty's castle after Maleficent took over. Pretty much. Because it's Sleeping Beauty's castle in the logo. 
Yeah, it is. That's always always has been since they introduced the logo. Uh, since you know, since they left RKO, mm-hmm. but they did here Sleeping Beauty's castle, and we in in the last episode, and then mm-hmm. end of this episode, we still get Sleeping Beauty's castle, but covered in vines because we are finally entering the climax of the mm. Disney princess story that I had not realized until this point, we didn't get entangled. <laughs> it was a different ending than yeah. we normally get, but now we're getting the true ending of a Disney princess movie. Pretty much. Where they're going to have, except it's not going to be a daring, a dashing prince going to save a princess. It's going to be two. It's going to be much like frozen. Yeah. Two sisters having to come, come against each other. Yeah. And probably the sisterly love is going to win out in the end. Possibly. I hope. Yeah. But in the meantime, I think that brings us to the end of this. Unless you've got something else to no, add. No, it's just, oh my gosh, guys. Be like, just wait. Be like, we're going to do the review. If you've already watched it, hold your reviews to the very end and let us know what you think. No spoilers yeah. beforehand, but hang and, on. It's going to be and good. Fair, and fair warning, next episode, it's going to be a long and long, longer than this one. And this has been a long one. Yeah. Not because of titanic the legend goes on <laughs> but because these two episodes were really really good they were really good i agree but yeah i think that's going to be it for us guys yeah. uh in the meantime this has been drew this is jacob and we'll catch you in the next frame you can follow jacob on his facebook at jacob b heron his facebook page jacob's daily art corner where he tries to draw each and every day his instagram at jacob b heron his Twitter at Jacob Heron, and his letterbox to Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page Drew's photo bin to see his photography. His letterboxed page at G George 759. His Twitter at G George 759. And Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at the Cellcast Podcast. On Twitch at the Cellcast Gaming. On YouTube at Cellcast on Twitter at cast underscore cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. The Cellcast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell with a single L. should know so i'm gonna tell you so don't sweat it forget it enjoy the show working all day now it's time to unwind kick back relax take a load off your mind i'll be busting the moves and i'll be busting the rhymes we busting up laughing because it's potty time